Ready to roll? Yep. Stairs. This is Topics Under the Stairs. As always, I'm joined by Ryan and Mark. Hello there. How are we doing? We have a very special guest with us tonight. We have Eric Stahl. Say hello, Say Eric. Hi, the people. Hello, everyone. Um, we are going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Eric is up visiting from South Carolina this week, so it worked out very nice that he was able to join us. Did, did anyone just notice what just happened here? What did I just do? You didn't say hello, hello. No, you did not. I cracked a beer instead. So, I'm leaving. <laughs> We're off to a weird things start. Have, things have gone awry. Yep. Going to start over. No, forget no. it. It's not the same. <laughs> Get your shit together. Yeah. Sorry. You're going to f- fuck off. You yeah, stop fucking up. Know. Before we get rolling, this episode <laughs> is brought to you by the Revival Motoring Network. Check out revivalmotoring.com and revivalmotoring.com slash B for B. That stands for Bucks for the Boys. That's the value for value method where you can donate a sustainable monthly donation to the network to help fund the studio and all the fun things we do here. Uh, If you listen to the other shows on the network, like the Revival Motoring Show, uh, our friends at Loose's Fast and Talking Motorcycles, uh, you know all too well that this does cost money to do and we create a lot of content every month for you to listen to at least three shows a week and they're usually pretty long. Uh, many hours of enjoyment. Yeah, absolutely. Many, many hours. So check out revivalmotoring.com slash B for B. And if you can't do a a financial donation, that's okay. You can just tell a friend, share the episodes, subscribe. (laughs) Go subscribe, smash that bell button on YouTube. What else does Shook say? Oh, Shook. Uh, no, that's not it. No. But if you put it in your mouth <laughs> and it chokes you up for a second. <laughs> oh, shook. Man of many talents. Oh, yes. Um, so please tell a friend, go subscribe, whatever your favorite podcast listening platform is, rate it on there. Leave a comment if you can. Uh, Spotify, there's a little star thing. Uh, Apple podcast. You can actually type a review. That's fantastic too. share it on your social media. Tell a relative. Whatever you're going to do, mm-hmm. we greatly appreciate it. Um, so big thanks to everyone that does that weekly for us. And uh, we like to watch that ticker grow a little more every week. Yeah, so. we, haven't, we haven't gotten a review on Apple since October. Yeah, it's been a while. We need, we need some reviews. We need, we need some written reviews. And we'll yeah. read them on the show. Yeah. Talking to you, Moritz. <laughs> yeah, Moritz can leave another review, I think. Yeah, he he needs to just make a bunch of different, <laughs> a bunch of different accounts and just leave us yeah. Yeah, reviews. Seriously. Yeah. He texted me all kinds of callbacks. <clears throat> So just shit all, all week long. Speaking of callbacks, we got any callbacks? You got any callbacks, Mark? No, not really callbacks, no. Okay. Nope. Um, people did like the uh, episode last week with Dan. Yes, um, I get a lot of positive feedback yep. about that. People want to go drinking with him and watch him take care of business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I wouldn't mind seeing that myself. It's kind of fun. Yeah. He is, uh, he is a character, that Dan. Love him. 
Good guy. Uh, I do have a message from Paul. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's my favorite. Uh, you're pretty sure. I was trying to remember if it was, yeah, no, Tuesday. If it was one that we played last week or not. I don't know what this is. And here we go. Small life achievements. It's one o'clock in the morning and I just fixed my dishwasher. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> All right. He just texted his dishwasher? He just fixed, fixed his, his dishwasher. Fixed his dishwasher. <laughs> what the fuck? Congratulations, Paul. So how, like, how long was he working? Yeah, I was like, it's not like he started that at four in the afternoon. Holy maybe. shit. He always sends his messages really late. His work schedule must be weird. It's got to be. He must be like on a second shift or something. I don't I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I don't really <laughs> fucking know, but I just don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you got any callbacks, Ryan? Uh... Well, let's see. Moritz texted me about a trillion things. So let's see what he said. Yeah. Um, Dig through that. I do let my kids eat veggies with ketchup, but I'll draw the line at pizza. What? Veggies with veggies ketchup? with ketchup. They're like one, three and four. Like I, the I, age doesn't matter here. Guess yeah. what? If they're eating, if I can get my kid to eat vegetables, I don't care what he fucking puts on it. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. That's fine. Tomato is just, chocolate I mean, and sugar. Ketchup is just liquefied tomato anyway. So no. what, what are your thoughts on ketchup? It's like really high in sugar and really bad for you, isn't it? <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. I'm sure it is, but I, I can't. I don't think you're doing any justice to Even as a kid, I wouldn't be dipping any fucking vegetables in it. Ketchup is gross. I wouldn't say gross. Ketchup is gross? gross. Not gross. You're being dramatic. I like it yeah, on yeah, fries yeah. only. I don't want yeah, anything That's else. fair. Yeah, I don't put it on burgers yeah. anymore. Mm. Is it me? Is my chair really short today? Yeah, you're very low. low. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> um... So what else do you say? Is it I'm big on kid friendly places to have lunch at, but agree that kids don't belong at a bar at night. We talked about that last. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Um, like John, I said, like John said, I try to be careful with language around little kids all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah, you just should be conscious of your surroundings. That said with my kids, I'm just like, yeah, I do the best I can. Don't say this shit in public because I'm not censoring myself anymore. Yeah. So. I, I mean, everyone knows with me it's going to happen. Yeah. Anyone who has a problem <laughs> with waiting. any of my yeah. friends who have a problem like, Oh, hey, come on. So-and-so's, come on, the kids. I'm like, you knew you again when you invited me over. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's not like I'm swearing at the kids. I'm not like, hey, you little fucking shit. You know? <laughs> I said that behind your back. You know? <laughs> uh, what did you say? Uh, parents 100% should be responsible when out having a good time. Nothing worse than, quote, unquote, adopting someone else's children because they weren't responsible. Yeah. Well, and that's what I don't like when I go yeah. like, you know, certain breweries when there's a, bil- a million kids on like a Sunday afternoon or something. And it's like the parents are drunk at a picnic table and there's yeah. 75 kids just doing laps around the yeah, place, yeah. like knocking no, I, shit over. And I don't, I'm not allowed. Well, not that I'm not allowed to, but she prefers I don't go to like parties anymore, like kids birthday parties. Cause I'll just sit there and be like, what, what, what's going on? Why isn't this parent like fucking drives me bonkers? Oh yeah. 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 When people are just All I have to do is look at my children. I don't have to say a word. Yeah. I just look at them and they're like, Oh, I fucked up. I need to stop now. Like that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah. What's trained them since an early age. What does that look like? Just what's the look? Yeah. yeah I'd have to. Oh, look. Right. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> mm, I like it. <laughs> it's just like a head tilt down wide eyed, no blinking. No expression on the mouth. Just like, you know. What's the look? Right. Right. I don't know. I'm going to laugh now because <laughs> he's taking a picture. So, all right. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. That'll be great. 
<laughs> Perfect. Uh, oh, speaking of that, I, so this is another callback. This is from our friend Tony. I'll have to. Black Magic Metalworks, Black Tony? Black Magic Metalworks, Batonga. Um, he texted me the other morning and, all right, he says, uh, literally, this is the text I got. Tim Connors just called you Goodwin from Duck Dynasty and I'm in fucking tears. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening in Western Massachusetts. Why Tim Connors is comparing me to this gentleman. I don't know the thing, but. What? I'm not going to lie. At a quick look, kind of oh, yeah. looks like Ooh. me in a pool. Oh, yeah. Kind of looks like me in a oh, pool, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it yeah. does look like yeah. you. So I just said I was interested. I'm like, I'm interested to figure out how that came about. Uh, he says, I don't know. Someone said Tim looks like the guy from Alaskan Gold Rush. And I said he looks like the guy that stopped the Colorado shooting. <laughs> He's like, I think he just oh, said it to draw our fire away. <laughs> <laughs> but shouts to all those boys out there. Um. We had a nice time visiting our friends from New Hampshire this past weekend. Oh, cool. You were there. You were there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you did something else. I, oh, you yeah, said yeah. New Hampshire in my head. Yeah, no. Our friends from New Hampshire, Tom and AJ and Shauna came down and uh, we met over at Widowmaker. It was yep. a great time. Blender uh, Ender this year. Oh, oh yeah. Apple, vanilla, and cinnamon. <gasps> yep. It's like an so apple good. pie in a glass. So good. Really? Magical. Yep. Got some in the fridge at home. Mm. What's it called again? I don't blender anymore. ender. Drink it all. <laughs> yeah. So do you good. like? Do you get no. into sours at all? No, yeah. not your thing. Not for everybody. It's almost silly that they like. They almost like shouldn't be called sours because there's nothing sour there was nothing about sour those. about it. Like I said, I explained it to somebody. It was like it was like if you eat a green apple, it's about as sour as that. Like you're not yeah. getting any. Crazy I think it just that. it's a good phrase to separate. Like IPAs and shit. Well, yeah. like, like you say, a sour is like, oh, okay. be called a sour, oh, yeah, right? Like right. that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and before, yeah. like all those fruited beers were Super actually sour. sour yeah, yeah. yeah, like especially like the farmhouse yeah. style sours and stuff. But that beer like calls for a kick of like whiskey or vanilla vodka or something. Like mm. you just put a little oh yeah, dash a little of that, and that would, vanilla vodka. That on top. would go far, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that with the pumpkin beer is good. Love that. Yeah, I don't like pumpkin so. Yep, shipyard pumpkin with a shot of vanilla vodka in it. Lights out. It's good. <laughs> lights out. Yep. Lights I'm, will be out. I'm, I was going to say, I'm sure the lights are out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. 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 All right. What else did he send me? Let's see. How many more? Let's go. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> he said, uh, Dan seems like a 100% like a guy he'd want to go camping with. <laughs> He's like, I have the Smitty Bill XL tent. And it's also, Oh, is that the one he has on the van? Yeah. He said, it's, it's also the, I'm in the minority of people that actually camp with their roof tents, not just drive around with them. So yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I, that's true. I can Why would you just drive around with it? I don't know. It's like, a, it's like I don't a get it. Thing. I can't, I, I know. Can't. Why are you buying shit? That's a lot really of money. Right. Like it's one thing to put a sticker on your car or like something stupid, but like, that's, yeah, that's a lot of money for a tent to never use it. Just for the fuck of it. Yeah. That's like a pet peeve of mine too. It's, it's, it's the same thing with just roof racks in general. It's like, I hate it when I see people with just load bars on their car with no attachments. It's like, yeah, you do know that wind resistance. Like I used to do it all the time. Like I would switch from the mountain bike stuff to the ski stuff to whatever. But if I was driving around without, if I wasn't going anywhere, I would have the thing off because it's just sticks straight up in the air with nothing on it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You would leave them on. No, no, the, the, bar, the no. bars would stand because the bars were pain in the ass. To yeah. Yeah. Off. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like it, when people just have them because they think they look cool and that's they're not fair. actually putting any right, right, right. people just getting roof racks to look cool. That's a huge You've thing. You've got to be fucking I'm serious. Kidding. I'm serious. Yeah. There's like people, especially like Volkswagen people. 
and now the older stuff, they don't what? make, they don't make them new anymore. Like you can't actually buy for either of my cars. You can't buy the, the actual OEM roof racks anymore. And people are reselling them for like insane money. And it's like, and, and people driving around with no attachments on them. They, they don't even own any attachments because they don't actually put anything on them. It's like just an accessory on the car. I'm like, you like wind noise as an accessory? <laughs> yeah, right. Like what the fuck? It drives me crazy. And that's why people who need them can't buy them because all these idiots are driving around with them with nothing on the roof. It's annoying. Very annoying. Fucking stupid. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you can get a cargo box for really cheap. Like, a, not, not a box, but like a cargo basket. Yeah. And that's actually useful. I used to keep one of those on my old car when I daily drove my GTI. And you have no interior space. So like, going to Home Depot, you could like strap a piece of wood to it if you had to. Did it all the time. It was great. I used to do dump fronts of that thing with trash on the roof. God, I'm really having a hard time processing this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god! I got some good news. Is if you're if you don't have any more callbacks, I'm trying to think if I anything else that happened this week that I, I I don't know if it's actually a callback, but yeah. So talk about it. We go, you know, we go stand in line, right? But anyone from Europe or whatever online, they're in queue or or in queue. I love that term. I think we should use that more often. Wait, what? I'm in Q. Like Q-U-E-E. Yeah. Q-U-E-U-E. Yeah. Like you, you're next to yeah, the like Q. you're in the Q. Like, yeah. I like that term. But they use that instead of saying I'm in line. Oh, you, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I was listening to an interview and the English person was like, they kept saying, oh yeah, you know, I was in the Q and yeah. blah, blah, and I was stuck in the Q at airport or whatever. Yeah, I'm bored <laughs> I like that. that. Um, what do you feel about online? You hear people say that? I mean, that one always bothers me. I don't personally I'm say online. it. It doesn't yeah. hurt my feelings. What do you mean? Like when, like some people say like, oh, I was waiting online for two hours, like in line, but they oh, say, oh, they online. say it that way. Oh no, I don't like that either. Yeah. It's not yeah. my favorite. Like it doesn't sound right, but whatever. I well, I would it. say, what do you mean online? Right. Like, like you're on the computer. Like that's what I think. If you're online, I think that's like a New York thing. You ever heard people say that no, online? So you, no, it makes no? me think of like you're on AIM. I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So exactly when you grew up playing baseball and you were throwing the ball around, what were you doing? Playing catch. Playing, yeah. Playing catch. Yeah. Right. Just talk to anybody from New York or New Jersey. They're having a catch. They're mm. having a catch. They have a catch. Like I just had a chicken sandwich. Right. Like <laughs> we, we have, we're going to go have a catch. How can you have a catch? I've, I've heard that before. Yeah. I know just, I'm not. When I went to it. college, that drove me bonkers. That, that one yeah. got to me. I wonder if I, I Paul, guess I, I was like, we got people down in like the Pennsylvania area. He probably says it. That's probably like a Paul McGraw. I wonder if he says, well, he would have come queue. from England. So I'm sure. Oh, in the Q thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about him when I was thinking about this. He sent us stuff too. We'll get to it later on the show. He did. Yeah. Oh, he actually, ooh, he must have ESPN. Oh, <laughs> Espen. He just texted me. Let's see what he said. <laughs> I know you're recording, but I love you. Uh, <laughs> we love you too, Paul. Love you too, Paul. We were just asking if you say, we should just call him quick. Yeah, Go fuck ahead. it. Call oh him. Oh my God. Pull this up here. Plug him into the board. Yeah. yeah I'm going to play some elevator music while in this downtime while I'm calling him. Paul. New. Paul McGrath.
Hey, buddy, I got to fix the sound because I can't hear you right Jesus. now. Hold on. There we go. Are you recording? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're live. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, this is happening. Pizza. Hell yeah. Yeah. You're eating pizza. Oh, hey, Daisy. Hi. Hi. Boy rolls. Boy. <laughs> What's going on? Um, we're eating pizza. Yep. Uh, Daisy's not doing a single thing that we ask of her. <laughs> and the dogs are fighting. Everything's oh, great. It sounds like a Merry good Christmas. time over there. Wonderful. Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> we, so we were literally just, I, I just made a statement and you texted me two seconds afterwards. Mm. Um, Ryan was talking about the different terms for waiting in line. And we were wondering if you said in, in the queue no, no. or not. Oh, you should have asked him. What would he say? Yeah. Queuing. 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 Now it's a sport. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> is, there, is there an international governing body? Because if it is. <laughs> what do you got there? That is a a just ripe fruited sour ale from Untold Brewing. Literally the last beer from John Stairs stack. Yep, ah. it's a local. Yeah, I'm having a an ecstasy of gold. Widowmaker. I got a blue comet. Yep, and a blue comet. I got a copper ale from Vermont. Very nice. Yeah. What, was well, other, what was the other one? Wasn't there one more you, you said? We said? Well, one. It, just the queue? Oh, yeah. The other one I was saying was some people say online instead of inline. Have you ever heard that? Online? Like like online skates? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> online skates? Fruit boots. You know, inline Fruit boots? Yeah. Inline skates. <laughs> Someone's going inline on the internet? Yeah, exactly. It, it is bizarre. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I feel an absolutely not with that too. Yeah. Well, that was the big thing. I'll let you get back to your pizza, but I just said, yeah. I don't have to wonder if he says that because we can just ask him right now. <laughs> also, uh, I've got a very special guest with me. Oh, you do? That's right. Hey. hey. <laughs> How are you, Anna? I have a wine this big right now. Oh, that's a big wine. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that. Oh, that's hilarious. What's, what's mommy doing, Daisy? <laughs> Having pizza also. Having pizza also. Yes. And a big wine. <laughs> hey. hey, puppy. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. You as well. Thank you guys. Maybe see you all soon, I hope. All right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Love you too. Bye. 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 Well, that was fun. That was fun. I was like, oh, the kid can hear me. I'm like, I bet I got to watch my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's the greatest. Um, do you want to get into some news? Sure. Didn't we already do that? No. <laughs> We're still on callbacks. Still on callbacks. Yeah. 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 Is this? <laughs> you had to get one out. Huh? You couldn't hold it in. So this one, Cassie sent me this. Fuck every two minutes, or I can't survive. <laughs> Cassie sent me this one a, a few weeks ago, and we actually forgot to do the news on the episode with Dan Linehan. We just oh yeah, we just go wild and crazy on that. Yeah, we yeah. just skipped right over it. Um, so this is crazy. This was in Wisconsin. Uh. A nurse was accused of removing a patient's foot without permission. A nurse? Yeah. Not the doctor. No. She misery him? So this, 
Yeah, Do seriously. Do my Thor hammer? <laughs> <laughs> Eric likes that. Eric just lost his shit. <laughs> so this woman was working in a long-term care facility, um, and she had a 62-year-old male patient um, who was in a nursing home, and he was suffering uh, from bad uh, frostbite um, from a fall uh, when he was in, when he was alone before he went to the nursing home. Okay. And the like necrosis on his foot was spreading. And instead of calling the doctor after the examination, like the nurse probably normally would in this scenario, mm-hmm. she just decided to uh, medicate him and take it upon herself to remove the foot. Perfect. And um, she said that it was to give the man dignity and comfort and all of her coworkers said that she did it, you know, because she's for, fetish. For, <laughs> for the right reasons and it wasn't inappropriate. But the fact of the matter is she was intended. She was supposed to call a doctor. Obviously. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they would make a decision. I don't know the exact protocol, but I'm the, pretty yeah. sure someone has to sign off on that. Yeah. It's definitely not ideal, uh, but it gets weirder. So not what? only did she do that, she instructed one of her colleagues to place it in the freezer at the facility. Perfect. And push the chicken nuggets to the side and people were saying, why, why are you saving that? And she said that she was going to get it bronzed as an example of why to be careful and not get frostbite. Okay. Um, so two questions. Well, okay. And ask the questions and I'll do my best to answer them because I read the article quickly. Nobody intentionally gets frostbite, right? Like, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, you gotta be be in the cold for a long time. Yeah. Like to a point where you're like, this is, this is, I think this is dangerous now. Like I'm having so much fun. It's worth it. I'm just going to lose my foot. It's cool. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like drinking too much where it can get away from you. You know? Yeah. You just throw up. Just like wh- wh- who sits out there to the uh, frostbite. Generally you're in some kind of situation that you didn't want to be in. Yeah. What if know. they use like nitrogen? They were fucking around that shit. That can give you frostbite. Like yeah, same thing with like, uh, if you're, you know, legally blowing down your air conditioning system from your car when you're getting rid of the right. evaporator or whatever. Yeah. So she said it was necrotic and was barely attached. still, <laughs> um, and he did not appear to be in any pain during the amputation. Well, that's bad. Yeah. Other witnesses said the man was in pain. Yeah. What does he say? Well, he, <laughs> it gets better. Can yeah. we hear Multi- from him? Multiple witnesses said that Brown, that's the nurse's name intended to taxidermy and bronze the foot as a reminder to wear your boots. Um, was she gifting it back to him or something? She's going to bring is her last name Ratchet. Yeah, it's Christ. It's so bizarre. So this whole thing came to light because uh, the guy died in June. Oh, Jesus! In the nursing home, um, and the investigators were notified of it because he was at the funeral home, and she just grabbed the foot out of the freezer and just stuck it next to him on the table at the funeral home. So they saw this guy. And because of this, it prompted an autopsy because they wanted to see if there was any foul play because they just see this guy sitting there with a foot next to him. And they're so, like, what the right. fuck? So she amputated the foot months earlier and nobody noticed? Yeah. Wait, what? What the fuck? Yep. Oh, I didn't catch that. Well, I didn't catch it till then either. The foot was like, amputated in May, so it was a full month. No, 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 no. This happened in a medical facility. There's no way you leave with one fucking This is why foot. I never want to go to She never home. left. It was a nursing home. Oh, it home. was at the nursing... This is a nursing home? Yes. This is why I don't want to go there. 
He never left. <laughs> Saying it now, just let me die at home. But you said that like other people reported like he was in pain during it, right? Oh yeah, so, yeah. Other people knew. Yeah, his room. No one said shit. Other nurses said. <laughs> uh, one nurse described her intending to keep the foot as quote unquote weird, but then <laughs> didn't contact the police. <laughs> one nurse said they needed to report the incident to the facility's administrators and to the police, but no one ever did. Okay, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're, yeah. everyone's fired. Everyone. Um, the, just the basic logistics of this is it's outside of her scope of work, no matter what the circumstances <laughs> right. is. Even if somebody okayed the amputation, she yeah. shouldn't be doing it. Because you need to have a license of some kind. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't. Healthcare isn't something you can just take initiative. Here's another <laughs> thing. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Let's just say they use, like, a sawzall. I can't go fishing right? without a license. This woman can right. cut a fucking foot off. Yes, yes, you can. What's, what, uh, what part of the country was this in? <laughs> Wisconsin. I was yeah, going to say Russia. That makes sense. Whatever. So or Florida, yeah, same. So I'm sure they. Yeah, were this is like big on, in right? Florida energy. Oh, uh, it didn't this specify. Actually, this no one. Leads me but to my point is, no one's hearing this. Like, like, let's just say, all right. So it was obviously she had some helpers, and they're under some type of blackmail threat with you, her that she's you not, hold the pillow over his face yeah, while that, I get the axe that they're yeah. not reporting anything. But someone walking by is going to be like, that power tool shouldn't be ran right now. Yeah, supposedly. Multiple people said that it was barely attached, so it was pretty rough, whatever it was. Uh, but she faces up to 40 years in prison, felony doctors charges. doctors that go to these places all the time. So was it like, so it was barely attached, and they like tie a string to the toe and do the old doorknob trick? <laughs> like, <laughs> like with a tooth? Like, uh, I, mean, I mean, how Jesus almost Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was barely attached. Like, is that where, like, just spin it a couple of times? Like, you got to lose two and it just came off. Like, what? Like, what the fuck is barely attached? Where you're like, you're getting away with this. Uh, well, lost Eric. <laughs> she got away with it for a month, which is unbelievable. They waited for, like, the, the rounds to change and they opened the door and it just came flying yeah. up. Like they never you telling me that like they never changed his bedding, they never you know like how do they not see it? This is a lot of blood. (laughs) Where'd it go? It's in the freezer next to the shirt. They just put two Nike two shoes on them just so it's like his foot never (laughs) left. Just 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 sticking up. Whoa, where's this guy's oh. foot? Oh, oh don't worry. It's in the freezer. Nice oh. shoes you got there, thank Okay, you. I was worried it was lo- I was worried his foot was lost. As long as it's in the freezer, oh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine opening up the freezer at lunchtime and you're like, oh. Oh. Well, m- one nurse, not multiple. One nurse said it was weird. <laughs> the other <laughs> the other one seemed to think it was totally fine. Yeah, so that was a good one. So Cassie Whoa. sent me that one a couple of weeks ago, and I meant to read it and forgot, oh but God. that was worth revisiting. That, that was one. definitely worth revisiting. Thank you. That guys. was awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> well, that kind of leads into one of mine where I saw something, and it said um, there was a guy. There's a picture of a guy driving a, it looked like an, uh, an electric vehicle of some kind. It wasn't mm-hmm. a Prius. could have been a Tesla. I'm not really sure. Uh, and it was all, like, the roads were all snow-covered. Towing, it's towing a trailer. The trailer was the back of a Volkswagen Caddy pickup truck. Okay. Okay. And in the trailer was a snowmobile, but the snowmobile was so long that most of it was hanging out of the trailer. Right. Huh. And someone said, Alaska is just cold Florida. Prove me wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, that is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. So then I like started looking up Alaskan laws and stuff. It is yeah. wild. Oh, you got some good stuff. I oh, I see. Yeah. Cause you know, it's just when you said the frostbite thing and you're talking about Florida, I was like, oh my God, it's, 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 
<laughs> yeah. Ties right in with the Alaska shit. Yes. Um, all right. Let's see real quick here. Let's go. I'm trying to find a picture of it. So, yeah, it was like just a meme over some somebody. Yeah. Um, so in Alaska, it's, it is legal to hunt a bear, but it is illegal to wake a bear to take a picture. Hmm. I don't know why you have to have that law. Uh, is there like, um, like, is this one of those laws where you get to see like, uh, see article B like the bear's got to be awake. <laughs> yeah. You can't just Probably. like, you can't assassinate <laughs> a sleeping bear. <laughs> he has to have an opportunity to run. Exactly. When so. they hear. <laughs> All right. Where'd it go? It's my next news story. Oh, you can't, uh, you can't feed a, you can't feed a moose beer because it is illegal for a moose to be drunk in public. Huh? How? Who's how, breathalyzing a fucking moose? How? Why? Like, why was that? Uh, why is that a fucking law? Like, there's no reason to get a moose drunk, first of all. And exactly. Who's who's fucking that's the thing? Someone had to have done that. Well, that's it. Like, time. Like, yeah, and well, they had to have done it more than once because it was an actual thing. And then what, that moose was the like moose trotting shit. down I'm the sure. fucking freeway? And they're like, wait I a minute. Don't know. Wait a minute. He he's a little he's a little uh, a little off today. We got to check him out. No Continue. one's getting that. Continue. Oh, wait, I found. News. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I found I found the caveat to that. So it said um, it's it's illegal. They made it illegal to give alcoholic drinks to a moose. They did so to try to stop a local tavern keeper from getting his pet moose drunk. And to prevent the animal's frequent drunken what? rampages. That's just upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that even a thing? Getting an I animal drunk? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I did yeah, say. I used like, to have friends that got their cats high and shit, but that was just funny. <laughs> I have friends that fed, fed beer to the dogs. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Dogs will drink beer. Um, the horses drink beer. One of my dogs, Joan is afraid of red wine. That's scary. Looks like blood. <laughs> and this, this dog wants to eat and drink everything. Everything. We'll but drink it, white wine. <laughs> you know, we haven't tested it because we don't really drink white wine, <laughs> but I've had other things in cups and it doesn't bother her. But for you what think I, it's the cups, I think it's the smell. Okay. <laughs> We've had other things in cups. Like, I'm just saying, like, I, I've had, you know, she does like, she sees red wine or smells it in her, and she just so it's kind of like the cats with cucumbers. That's a thing. Look it up. Yeah. Pull it up right fucking now. You're you do like this. It. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have you tested this? No. Wait, hang no. on. Let let Ryan finish. We'll we'll get to okay. the cats with cucumbers. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. So uh, some of these are really funny. No bows and arrows within city limits. <laughs> I <don't>, wow. <laughs> I can't believe this is gonna be documented shit. Like. Right? <laughs> uh, this goes along with that. No unauthorized slingshots. All slingshots need to be registered. Registered? That's what it says. Wow. Um, it is illegal to discharge an air gun, a bow and arrow, or a slingshot within city limits. An air gun? A person may only carry a concealed slingshot if that person has received the appropriate license. An or air a gun? Fucking slingshot. Yeah, like a, yeah. Like a CO2 cartridge gun, like a paintball gun. Wow. Um, living in a trailer while it's being hauled is a crime. No, right, can I can, live in a trailer. That could be a I mean, I think thing. that's pretty much a standard. Yeah. Although all the years we weren't racing, I would go into the camper that was slid onto the back of my dad's I, truck and <laughs> held on by four bolts so, and drive all the way to Maine because it was awesome. So like if you had a repo trailer, 
you just hook up and go and f- it doesn't <laughs> this family's got to be notified yeah you can't you can't tell them yeah. away with them in there. Yeah. <laughs> listen you guys gotta leave i could get in a lot of trouble here <laughs> uh it says you can't drop a moose from an airplane how are you getting it on the it's fucking moves, airplane? Right. All right. But other animals, they, you can? Uh, that, with these mo- they Like, you're fucking walking them with a leash, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> this is crazy. This is Alaska? Oh, so, the, all right. So, it says, for 37 years, the small town of whatever, I can't pronounce that, in Alaska held a moose poop dropping contest. This involved painting moose poo, numbering it, and dropping it from a helicopter onto a target. But in 2009, the festivities came to a halt when PETA launched a campaign to stop the dropping of a real of a real moose from a helicopter. The entire series was a huge mess. Both sides tried to explain what the event was really about. All right, so they thought they were dropping moose from a helicopter. They were dropping poop. Oh. You, you, I mean, I grew up in smaller towns. They used to have the cow pie plant. Yeah. Contest where they yeah. put squares on the ground and whichever square the cow shit in, you won we money. Did that whatever. Like yeah. Football yeah, yeah. Booster. But I think this is yeah. very similar, except they were dropping it from a helicopter. That's what it sounds like. Makes an abstract art piece, painted poo. I'm gonna tell you that. So, they, so that's Peter an basically making a charity like, event. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care. Just don't drop moose or their poo from a helicopter. So no more poop drop. Um, children cannot build a snowman taller than themselves. Can't do any more than this. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I, well, uh, so that I'm, tells you somebody like died from a snowman falling on them. Probably uh, no. It says Alaska has experienced pretty severe snowstorms during these situations, and it's hard to distinguish between the snowman and a real child covered in snow. Shut the fuck up <laughs> i'm gonna guess the snowman isn't moving but yeah whatever that's just me wow why is a kid out there long enough to get covered with that much snow <laughs> let's just talk about that i don't know i i don't know and kids have different ages and different heights in so. doing this i did see something where it showed a clip of these kids getting picked up from school it's me- minus 40 mm-hmm. outside they're being picked up on ATVs yeah. and snowmobiles. That's awesome. And it said that the that town has no, um, I forget what they called it, not nuisance days, no natural disaster days. Like you, you don't get a day off of school because the snow like doesn't happen because it's basically snow. I'm digging it. Nine months of the year. That's cool. Yep. I'd love to show up. Um, at school this has got some snowmobile. family vacation like lampoon shit. Says, don't tie your dog to the roof of your car. That's a good. That's I feel good, like that's, that's just a general. Yeah, no Hello. good thing. It's good. It's in writing. You never know. <laughs> yeah, because usually know. when I when we picked up our dogs, cat had to talk me out of it. I said, you know, I'm going to tie Sadie up to the roof. <laughs> that's a good oh, thing so she stopped to. This she is goes, also hey, this, is, this broadens to like the back of a pickup truck, which I have seen around here. Yeah. So says, no person driving a motor vehicle should transport any animal in the back of a vehicle in a space intended for any load or on top of the vehicle on a street unless the space is enclosed. Or has side and tail walls to a height of 46 inches, blah, blah, blah. So basically, yeah, they just don't want the people, dogs to jump out. Makes sense. What the fuck? All right. And then Alaska's fucking interesting. Attractive nuisances are banned. Anything that would bring like a bear. Oh, yeah. yeah, You can have garbage or fish or whatever. So uh, no food. No food. No food. (laughs) We don't eat in Alaska. (laughs) So that including so that. The encounters between humans and bears, including expensive bear relocations or shooting. <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. That was a good one. Um, I found out why cats are scared of cucumbers. Oh, I asked. I was curious on that. I never I looked definitely it up. Want to know. I always forget to look it up. So have you seen this, right? You no. Pull it up. There's videos all over the place. All right. Well, I don't have a video handy, but basically cats don't want to be around cucumbers. For whatever reason. Is it the... People will place just a cucumber next to them, like, while they drink a water and stuff, and they turn around, and they're just, like, fucking crazy. Oh, here we go. 
Isn't it that they think it's like a snake? Exactly. Oh. Oh no, Home Depot ads. Mute it. Sorry. Airbnb's yeah, frigging commercials. Ugh. Just pay for the preview, you fucking. It's skip, it's skip. I don't watch YouTube enough. Wow. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, these cats are really mad about the cucumbers. You're telling me you never did this to Lucy? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to do it to my mother-in-law's cats. I'm curious. <laughs> she hates me enough already. Why <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> that cat went into the fucking atmosphere. <laughs> like, here's my thing. Now, let's just say you replace that with, like, a hot dog. But th- Is it going to do the same thing? See, a lot of it's all element of surprise here, it seems like, right? You'd think, yeah. Right. That's what I'm assuming, so it shocked them. If the cat sees you remove the cucumber from the refrigerator and put it down, would they freak out? I don't know. Well, he hasn't even noticed. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. But yeah, it said the article I just found said that it's because they think it, it looks like a snake. Really? Yeah. See, I feel like a cat will destroy a snake. Oh, yeah. Right? For sure. I think it depends on how big the snake is, but yeah, I would imagine. Sure, it's not going to. Right, right. But yeah, they they think it is a snake and they run from it. Over the holiday weekend at my in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> Give the cat a cucumber. Yeah. Um, did you know that the optimal splash reducing angle for the average human is approximately 30 degrees? That is the angle that you want to urinate into I was just to saying, reduce so I have to get the protractor out when I take a piss or? to reduce splashing back at you. Yeah. And scientists at the University of Waterloo have determined that after years of research and they have developed a splash free urinal. Well, I feel like that's, you know, if you're going at 30 degrees, that means the urine's coming out the other end at 60 degrees cuz everything works in 90 degree angles, right? So mm. Wait, like what? That. You know, equal and opposite react, whatever. So, like, if you're going at 30 degrees and your pee comes out at 60, right? Because it's night ang- rain angles, no? Nothing. Huh. Yeah. So, well, they, they develop. Well, like, yeah. I know what you're saying, just because, like, kind of like. Like, if you were to pee 30 degrees against the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It should bounce up. Bounce up. Right. To 60 degrees. Right. You'd think. I think. Well, it depends on, I guess, it on how hard. On how hard. Yeah. But, yeah. So, they've developed a thing called the Nautilu which is a splash-free, tall, slender porcelain structure with curves reminiscent of a Nautilus shell. Um, and it, it it's a splash-free urinal. Put that on the thing here. <laughs> so these are just some of the... Uh, prototypes? Prototypes, yeah. Yeah, so the optimal, the optimal splash-reducing angle. So are these all made under the assumption that you're... Being at a 30 degree angle. Cause I feel like that, that one second from the right, like you piss straight at straight it. Straight in. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a, that's a right. shower. You're getting yeah. showered on. You're standing back about four feet. Yeah. If you're going 30 degrees. Literally that any one. Of them, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's true because how can the, the shape of the urinal is irrelevant to the angle that you are urinating at. There has, I have noticed that I've been splashed on more at certain urinals at certain places. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on I think on it here? depends on how deep the well is, right? So, like, when you go up there, some of them have a deeper, like, edge. Yeah. You don't get splashed as much. The ones that are, like, right to the top. Well, I also ones. notice it's, like, every time I'm wearing, like, a light-colored pants, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> It's only when you're wearing khaki I'm like, pants. is this happening all the time, or is it just? <laughs> or am I just like, noticing I'm like, now? How yeah. gro- like, I was like, how gross is peeing? <laughs> like, I'm peeing back on myself. <laughs> it's sterile, right? So. 
should be all right. Your urine sterile, is that true? I believe so. I didn't know that. I think it's not true. that like not that I'm going to use it for other things now because I know that. But. <laughs> that changes everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple of those look. Kind I mean, of the one on the the one dirty. on the right here, the first one on the right looks like like the scream mask. <laughs> That's yeah, all I was thinking of. I like, thought it looked like something else. I'm just peeing in that mask's mouth. <laughs> it does look like something else. Yeah, I, guess yeah. I, I see what see, you're saying. I see. Yeah. There's a lot of. Where's that man in the boat? There's a yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, that first one is got to be their most popular model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean the one, the, the, the first one on the left, just and the, I mean those are just your common. Yeah, this is a basic one. Yeah, yeah, just, especially the second one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You see that everywhere. That's the standard issue. I don't sure. know about this. I feel whole, like the first one you wouldn't get as much splashback. I feel like that's an old school version. They probably just sort of stuck with it. The one second to the right just yeah. looks like a that's fucking. A it movie. looks like an ice luge. <laughs> like it's like you're setting up there for it's just it's just Mark on his knees yeah. with his mouth at the bottom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is what you're supposed to do, guys. <laughs> it's like those urinals where you're just like peeing. Yeah, on the, the floor. ones that have yes. yeah. 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 like Cold State up. Park has those. They're yeah, right to the bottom. Westgate yeah. Lanes has those. Did yeah. do you guys ever watch the show on Nickelodeon called Pete and Pete? No. no. It was like it was probably like a mid nineties show, if I had to guess. But it was like not a cartoon. It was like real people, but there was an episode and there's all these high school kids. And there was an episode where a girl, uh, goes into the boys room for the first time and sees a urinal for the first time. <laughs> so what the fuck is this thing? And she asked the guy, one of the guys, I think it was Pete on the show, Pete or Pete. I was to say, which Pete? Yeah. And, uh, he said, Oh, it's a foot washer. Oh no. <laughs> And that was like the whole joke of the show is that oh she thought God. it was a foot washer because it was one of the ones that went to the floor. Did you read any of this like description there? No. The, some of it. They go really. It's touching how they talk about urinals here. Oh, yeah. Slender People have dedicated their lives to this. Reminiscent yeah. of a Nautilus shell. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I was reading that before when I read the name. The Naughty Lou. Playfully dubbed the Naughty Lou. Mm-hmm. And I am tired of having it splash onto my pants and shoes. It's not good. It's disgusting. Yep. Yep. Hmm. We get those kids that go there, pull their pants down and stand about three feet back and just shoot for the fucking moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, if you opt for the classic standing technique, the scientists advised standing as close to the urinal as possible and trying to direct the stream at a downward angle to the back of the urinal. Can you imagine going to school all those years to become like a scientist and a <laughs> urinal engineer? I'm a pea scientist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like you go to like an article on this. Yeah. yeah. You go to uh, like a dinner with your wife's friends and they're all talking about their jobs. <laughs> I'm a doctor. Well, I'm guys, I'm in finance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a what piss scientist. I uh, design urinals. Did you know? I've engineered. If you pee at 30 angle. degree angle. Yeah. Or how about I I work for a company that designed urinals, but my job is to test piss, <laughs> like piss angles <laughs> to pee in them. Yeah. Someone just had to pee in them. You think that's what they're doing? I don't think that's what nah, they probably have some machine to yeah. simulate. Yeah. The piss. Of course, Cause, cause you'd be covered in piss all fucking day. <laughs> so this one, this one drove me crazy. This story. Um, yeah. Oh boy. So airline mix-up sends a couple's dog to Saudi Arabia instead of Nashville. So this couple was moving here from the UK and they had a direct flight and somehow 
the dog ended up getting put on a plane from Nashville back to Saudi Arabia. So this dog was in three different planes for like 62 hours. Wow. Yep. And uh, so they're going after the airline for like 10 grand in damages now because the dog is has fucking, like, yeah. yeah, the dog isn't right it's still fucked. and has like social anxiety, yeah. oh, separation yeah. anxiety and wow. it's so messed up. That's and it's crazy. like, I understand people make mistakes dog? with like, yeah, with the, like luggage and stuff, but it's like, give me a fucking break. Like wouldn't you, wouldn't here's you, the thing with the airlines, like it, it's hard to really fuck those up. I, they're, they're scanning the goddamn things now. I know you can track your bag. And it's like, you know what? You scan something and it doesn't scan right. You just chuck it on a conveyor belt. You'd think if it was a crate with a dog in it, you might give it a second look, you know? You'd think. Yeah. Oh. Unbelievable. Airline workers are one of the most miserable people I've ever seen in my life. Well, this went back. This reminded me of that story from uh, a couple of years ago. That friggin' poor dog that the assholes made them put in the overhead compartment. Did you uh, hear that story? No. Um, it was a French bulldog, actually. So this... You're allowed if you if you're I think I did hear if this. your pet fits in a carrier, you're allowed to take them as a carry on and you have your big suitcase that goes over your head and you're allowed to have a personal item at your feet. Mm-hmm. People always put like cat carriers or small dog carriers down at their feet. Some friggin' asshole on this airline uh, tells this guy, oh, nope, too big to put down by your feet. Got to put it in the overhead bin. And he's like, I'm not putting my dog in the overhead. He's like, nope, you have to, you have to, you have to. The dog died. Oh, oh my shit. God. Lack of oxygen. Yep. Yep. It's awful. So all the stuff just gives me a total complex of ever the idea of ever flying with a dog. Yeah. I have no interest in doing that. I don't, I think it does so much more damage to the dog. Yeah. Whether you're in or out of a carrier, like even, yeah. I, I just still, I, it's just, I think a traumatic thing, the air pressure. Yeah. All that shit. I have a friend who did it a handful of times. Um, he was a trainer. He trained German shepherds. And he, his whole gig was that he would fly to the people he was delivering the dogs to and stay with them for a couple of weeks to teach them how to use the dogs and do the commands. Yeah. Um, and he would register them as service dogs and then buy them a seat. Uh, so he would actually have them yeah. next to him. That's on the, the seat. best way. Right. Which that, wow. you know, if you're going to do it, I guess that's the way to do it. But man, ugh, it's just so scary. Feel awful. Yeah. It's terrible. That one bummed me out. Um, Shitty fucking workers, man. I got another one from Moritz. Is it this, the one we were talking about earlier? The World War. Oh, no. One, oh. oh, yeah. That's interesting. Tell me. Man with World War One explosive lodged in his rectum sparks a bomb scared hospital. What? A French hospital was partially evacuated after a senior citizen arrived with a World War One artillery shell lodged in his rectum. Whoa. Yep. The 88-year-old patient... Uh huh. 88. Tell me more. <laughs> came to have the explosive removed, but instead sparked a bomb scare. And the emergency occurred, blah, blah, Saturday evening. Bomb disposal personnel had to come. They evacuated the adult and pediatric emergency rooms, as well as diversion of incoming emergencies. Um, and the hospital spokesperson said, We had to manage the risk in a reactive framework. When in doubt, we took all the precautions. Uh, bomb disposal experts at the scene determined there was little possibility the shell would explode, uh, saying and reassuring them that it was a collector's item from the First World War. Wow. Then after all that was done, the doctors began removing it. Yes. Um, which measured eight inches long and two inches in diameter. Holy shit. Wow. That's oh. not small. 
No. No. This no, is the picture. Not for that. This is a picture in the guy's hand. Yeah. Oh. That is massive, right? That is wild. Um, let's see. Say how it got there. I, I can take a guess. It does. Um, <laughs> this is from the doctor. I've seen an apple, a mango, and even a can of shaving foam inserted, but I've never seen that. <laughs> wow. They were forced to take the elderly man into surgery, cutting open his abdomen in order to remove the relic. Oh, Ugh. man. That's he's how now, they removed he's it. He's now in good health and expected to make a full recovery. Somewhere in this article, it's stated. Well, I'm very happy for him. We assume <laughs> he was uh, using this for a sexual uh, nature. Yeah. Good for him. 88. Yeah. You get some. Yeah. Hey, you know, get creative. Take care of your vets. <laughs> Find it. So I got one story here. Yep. Um, expecting mother with visual impairment able to see baby with 3D printed ultrasound. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. So um, the expecting mother actually had actually has vision impairment. She couldn't see an ultrasound. Would ask her husband to describe what their baby was doing. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, the doctor's like, "Well, why don't we?" They teamed up with. Um, a company that could do the 3d print ultrasound and you know, she could, you know, delicately trace the fingers of the baby's mm-hmm. face and shit. I think that's fucking awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. 3d printing technology. <clears throat> yeah. Is nuts. It's pretty crazy. Um, I remember when we had, it was Emma. Mm. So she's going to be 16. So that's how many years ago this was. And we had the ultrasound done. And it was when that, like the ultrasound is usually just a, basically a, 2D blurry image yeah. of, of a basic outline, right? So then they had that, they called it 3D imaging. Yes. So you, that was brand, brand new, right? So, oh, we can show you what your baby might look like, right? Yeah. I wish I'd never, ever, <laughs> ever. She, the, the picture is horrible, right? It's, it's brand new, right? So you're thinking, yeah, some new what amazing could this technology. Really be? And it was just like, her, she looked like Stewie. Her head was like fucking <laughs> look at football, big eyes. I'm like, oh God, shut it off, shut it off. <laughs> it was so bad. It's funny that the 3D printing, it's nice to see it used for something good because yeah. uh, what we were talking, I was actually talking to You had Dan. to Dwayne the Cock Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it still up there? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I think the boys from Revival saw it because they mentioned it. <laughs> so Eric is stunned. We have had two different people involved with 3d printing on the show and both of them brought in dicks and we've come to realize that people with 3d printers, it's basically just a dick factory. Like they all print these dicks. I don't know why, but it's the basic male nature. I think I don't know. So Dan was telling me this, this machine shop has a whole 3d printing department that he works at. And, uh, I guess like one of their big customers was coming in to like, look at a job and the boss ran in the 3d printing room and he was like, nobody's running off any dicks in here. Right? And we got a big customer coming in. So apparently it's like so common that people are just printing dicks left and right. Joe brought in dicks. You don't have one of these on your desk <laughs> at work. No. Why does it look so angry? <laughs> it's Dwayne the cock Johnson. Yeah. It's so veiny. Rumor has it. That's actual size. <laughs> I would be disappointed if that was the actual size. Uh, uh, yep. So that he just lives up on the shelf now. 
hilarious. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Oh, I'm out of news. That's all I had, really. I we I was going to say the World War, the yeah one you had. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. You got any news? <laughs> no? So, like I said. Do you know so you're supposed to be prepared when you come here? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Clearly, we're very prepared. Uh, so, like I said, we have Eric with us here. He's visiting from South Carolina. And uh, Eric drove his Model 3 up here, which I was very excited about. Because I finally get to see it in person. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, and that car is a fucking blast to drive. Yeah. Real great time. How long have you had it now, Eric? Um, took delivery in February of this year. So let me ask you this. What made you choose that car? So my my buddy back in Charleston actually turned me on to, to Tesla's. And, um, you know, just through driving his, he's got a Model S, driving his Model S and then test driving different Teslas um, just kind of kind of fell in love with them. Yeah. The, the look of how, how they drive. It's just, they're incredible. It's nothing like it. Just instant, instant power. Would you buy one, John? hundred percent. hundred percent. Huh? Wouldn't even think twice about it. I have a company vehicle for daily use. If I didn't, I would absolutely consider one for a daily driver. No shit. Yep. Wow. Have you ever driven a Tesla? I've never driven. I haven't either. At all. Nope. Yeah. I don't know. Your mind would be changed if you drove one. I'm telling you. I I I, believe, uh, I don't want to believe you, but I, um, you're probably right. You're <laughs> probably right. When we get back to John's, you're gonna take it out. No, no, no. I can't. <laughs> no, no. Another, another, another time. Yes. You mean you don't want to drive in a in a windstorm? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in somebody else's car. I don't want to drive someone else's car intoxicated. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair I'm enough. I'm excited you're driving me home now. <laughs> well, no, I I'll be fine to drive everybody home. Yeah, just I don't I don't want to take a chance in anyone else's car. Yeah. So you're implying that. <laughs> no what am I implying? What are we saying here? <laughs> You're taking a chance. <laughs> no, no, only in only in his car. Oh, okay. I value yeah. my car more than my life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just Precisely. buckle the fuck up. You'll be- yeah. <laughs> Get in the back of the yeah. truck and shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so to any of the naysayers that say, oh, it's a pain in the ass to drive a long distance. Clearly it's not because they just drove here from South Carolina. Yeah, I wouldn't. How, how many hours does it take you? Um, about 18. 19. Yeah. That's, a, that's normal. That's same as what it would take you in a yeah, gas car. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And we, we would have stopped and stayed somewhere yeah. regardless. People, yep. make, people want to make excuses for the electric cars, which whatever. I mean, I'm not like on board with ever getting an electric vehicle, but I know it's going to happen. Yep. So I have to say too, like I'm, we've made this drive in a gas vehicle. We've made it now for the first time in electric preferably electric mm. one. Mm. It was just better to drive Two, safer three. The fact that we had to stop more often was actually really nice. Cause we brought the dogs too. So, so being why would you stop, say it's safer? Well, because the model Y and the model three are literally the safest cars that you can drive. They have the highest crash okay. test rate. All right. I see like they, they actually okay. struggled to do rollover tests on no the sure, car because cool. the batteries on the bottom sure. of it. So yep. It's almost into- impossible to, to yeah, tip. like you can't tip yeah. it over. That's yeah. awesome. But yeah, and that's like, and there's no engine in the front, right? It's just that frunk. So the crumple yeah. zone 
on front impacts oh, yeah, yeah. is insane compared to, you know, oh, wow. getting a front end collision and got a transmission in your lap. lap. Yeah. yeah. So many things to consider. I didn't think yeah. about that shit. Yeah. And that's like, and how they cast See, the I never purchased a vehicle on safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I would never think about it. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably cause of, well, I mean, you don't have any kids, right? Nope. I didn't. It. <laughs> I don't know. I would never think about that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like the top of my no, no, but like list, you, you but clearly, yeah, it's nice to it. like you, you just there. sold the car to me pretty much. Oh, just wait till you drive it. Wait you drive it. Yeah, I know. All right. Go for a ride around the block when you get back. That's fine. <laughs> you will love it. We'll take it from What school. color is it? Yeah. I got it in the, the pearl white, but mm. then shortly after taking delivery, we took it and got it. The, a paint protection film on it. So oh, cool. I got a, a matte clear on it. Oh, I saw some of this paint protection film the, today. Someone like washing underneath it and shit. It was weird. And then like sponging it down. I almost sent it to her. Well, they, they apply it. Yeah, so, that's how you apply it. Yeah. And then you oh, squeeze so you just it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like, you put the, you, you spray like a, I thought I read the guy was like washing yeah, the film. Basically, and like, you put like a little soapy water under mm-hmm. it and then that way you can like move it around, fit it correctly. And then you have to Ooh. squeegee everything out. And that's when it's fitted. Takes a little bit to cure too, but then, huh. then it's set. Which it's such awesome technology, especially like we've talked about this before. I do not really enjoy detailing a car. Eric, on the other hand, loves detailing cars. Big I fan. used to enjoy it. I used to enjoy it. Yeah. I used to spend like four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I had, I lived at home with my parents. I had no bills and shit. I would love to wash my car on a Saturday, but yeah, I, see, I, hate it. I would anymore, like, you know, I would probably wash my car twice a week. One at like a yeah. place and then in the driver. We used to go to my neighbor's house, like right. <clears throat> he's the next street over, but I could walk to his house, like through the next door neighbor's yard. Yep. And we would drive to his yard because he had a big flat driveway and plenty of room for cars. And we just set all the buckets up. We'd all be out there washing our cars on Saturday. Yep. When we drove down to South Carolina to visit them, he detailed Cassie's car. Yeah. It looked better than when we took delivery. Oh, I remember you talking yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. And then like the next time they came up, I was like, we better clean your car up because Eric's going to yell at us if it's dirty. <laughs> you must have been pissed in my truck then. <laughs> it's not my favorite. <laughs> and that's like, you can see my wife's car. You'd throw up. You'd probably slip into a coma. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I fucking won't well, even. It's really funny because like. I appreciate the challenge. My truck. My, it, it makes me want to clean it. Uh, my truck, like my, the truck I drive usually, it, it's not perfectly clean is usually something floating around but it, it stays pretty clean my work truck is just a hot pile of garbage like i give no fucks about that thing it's yeah. terrible see like I the only time i clean it is when it has to go for service because i'm embarrassed to leave it at the dealership when it looks that bad so i'll like wash it or like clean the interior i spend so much time in my work truck i keep that pretty clean right now it's, truck is very clean yeah right now yeah. there's a lot of dog fur in it because i took uh jeez oh, you haven't cleaned that yet well no i took bentley to pennsylvania with me and he just shed so bad in the back seat. Oh, yeah, that's man. like a week ago. Yeah, I haven't. Cl- I haven't cleaned it this week. week. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah, because we took my yeah, truck here last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah so no, I haven't folded up. And my cooler fell over. And I'm like, oh, I usually keep my seat down. And you're like, well, I flipped it up because yeah, basically, clearly, it's clear. You just too lazy <laughs> to fucking clean it. Yeah, I need to clean it, and I haven't done it yet. That's correct. So you are correct. Gross. Gross. That's why I don't even let the dog sit in my fucking seat. I flip him out. Yeah, I do that when I have like multiple dogs in the back seat. But if it's like just Bentley, like we were in the car for like, you know, 10 hours or 12 hours or something. Let my sister use my truck. 
Mm. I kept the seats up thinking, oh, she'll put the, I left the small seat down. Yeah. Because my nephew's going to sit back there. Yep. Thought she'd put it together. Nope. She folded the seat down. She went the truck back covered in fucking fur. <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. They brought the two dogs in the Tesla with what you have one of those backseat hammocks, yeah, right? We got the puppy hammock. That's oh, the hammocks are cool. so yeah. good. Yeah. A Faria, uh, has that for his dogs. There's like not a speck of fur in there. It's crazy. Yeah, we, so we got the like Tesla hammock. Like we actually bought the hammock that's from Tesla and it comes with these little side door panels too, that you can kind of slide into the window bays. And that's cool. Cause I'm, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, the you know, I'm all retentive about it, and I just I hated the idea of like the dogs pawing at something and going up on the. I get like, it. Yeah, and yeah, they're gonna scratch the window sills. So, yep. Yeah, finding a car that had or a, a puppy hammock that had like the side protection too was paramount. Yep. Yeah, I think Cassie's might have that too. Actually, the kit that she has that she puts in her car. So, did you clean Cassie's car before they arrived? Oh, the last time, yeah, not this time. Oh, not this time. Yeah, I did the last time. <laughs> what a challenge. It's been two years. There's no way it would still be clean. Yeah, it was two years ago. I'm realistic. Yep. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he asked if he could clean it. And I was like, you don't want to do that. Like, um, you want to do that on like the, the Sunday morning before we go get, we're going to get in it to drive it 16 hours. And he was like, oh yeah, absolutely. That's his <laughs> gift to you. Yeah. And we got home and it was still really clean. I couldn't believe uh, it. What about your wife's vehicle? No, I clean that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how does she too. take care? Like, let's say you did not touch it for two weeks. Would would it be a mess? No, I mean she's she's still very clean. Mm. Um, she would probably before like hand washing it carefully. She would she would probably take it to like an automatic mm. like cleaning location. How about the interiors? Well, I get, I'm getting to the interior. To the interior? Yeah. No, she's she's fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, she's she's definitely not a slob by any means. Very clean person. Yep. Her and Cassie uh, are good. That's with why the car it's so interiors. easy to clean her cars because on the interior, I really don't have to do much. My yeah, wife, there's nothing. My wife's there. a very clean person, just not with the car. She goes, "Well, I bring the dogs to work. What about the passenger seat that they don't fucking sit in? <laughs> what about the coffee and the paper towels they don't fucking use? Like, that's not them. They don't just cough it up." It's not like Finn, the little Frenchie, was like, I need a roll of paper towels before I leave the house today. <laughs> and I'm going to need an espresso. Yeah, just I need, yeah, yeah, I need an espresso. It's just not. She's going to be so pissed uh, talking about this. I just. Ah, I wish I had photos. I'm telling you, you'd fucking ha- leave, You'd take an Uber just to go clean the fucking car. <laughs> you'd be like, I got to go, guys. <laughs> I always, uh, I always eat in the car, like, especially when I'm driving for work and stuff. And it's just when I get out, I just take the stuff with me. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane where'd you come did you come up with that all by yourself <laughs> out of the car yeah it's crazy. that is fucking it is crazy, crazy man you know what I guess I'd rather see a dirty car than somebody litter oh, I had to choose one the fact that litter oh. exists in 2022 is just amazing I suppose you're right yeah oh my oh, god oh yeah. there's a banana peel trash funny story about that <laughs> oh boy <laughs> do you need ice <laughs> What kind of question is that? The fucking thing's completely it's empty. empty. There's not even water in there. The fact that we have ice on the ready. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just cooler ice, but. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Cooler ice is just as good as any ice. Yeah. Cooler ice is ice. Don't sneeze on cooler ice. Is that too much ice? That was a lot of ice for. You want to dump some out? No, it's a little late. You've done your best. I think he's looking for chunks. <laughs> it's it's going to be good. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. 
You just double it up. One more glass of whiskey. He ain't going to give a shit. Yeah, just really water it down. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we had this discussion at work. A oh, guy yeah. working with, he threw his banana peel out the window. And one I, kid's like, I have a similar story. That's trash. Like, it's technically organic matter. Organic matter. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Technically it's just, what was your thoughts? You know, it's fucking trash. I, yeah. It's I trash. normally would not. Throw I mean, there's no, there's no yeah. harm. There's no harm in chucking into the woods. There's no harm. It's a fucking banana peel, apple core. You know, like, but it. it's not native to here. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Fucking biologist. Exactly. The, the difference between trash and organic material is vastly different, sure. right? Mm. For sure. Like that banana peel is not going to be here in two, three months. Yeah. That yeah. fucking... Burger I see King bag is still going to be there. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's Shit, exactly it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And the burger too. The burger too. Yeah. yeah. The happy burger will yeah. still be there right. too. I'll, I'll live forever. Part of it is also like where it was disposed of. Is it in the middle of the road? Yeah. That. Well, like that's all. No, I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. That's just. A, mm-hmm. Now you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. What is now this Mario like, Kart? You. <laughs> 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 We just uh, we just got a Super Nintendo. Did you? Yeah, we got Mario oh, Kart. I love Super Nintendo. Yeah. I had so Mario much fun Kart, playing right? uh, playing Donkey Kong when we were at the New Hampshire house when we were supposed to go ice fishing last time. We uh, I almost beat Donkey Kong Country that, that we weekend. Have, we have that too. Love that game. Um. Anyways, yeah. So I would. Yeah. So if it's on the street, yeah, it's fucking you. You littered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we have on. Our company vehicles, uh, the one eight hundred rat me out stickers. Oh, jeez! And one guy has three calls on his, and it is from disposing of banana peels. All three calls. Yeah, this guy must eat so much fruit if of, he got a lot of potassium. And if he got called for throwing three banana peels out, how many other right. banana peels? Did I he mean, throw? you only yeah. can eat so much fruit in a day before you got the shits. <laughs> Like that's just biology. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, facts. <laughs> it's weird. So I just I'm like, wow, just crazy idea. Like, why don't you just throw them in the trash? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> this won't be a problem. Are they saying like he's throwing them in the woods or? How, like, I'd love just, to hear the call. It's like he keeps doing it because it's like on principle. Like, nope, it's organic matter. I'll keep throwing them in the woods. You know, if yeah, you're doing it in a company vehicle, and then it, and then it, and then it makes you think it's like all right is it really banana peels or is he littering? And when we talk to him, it's like, Oh yeah, no, I'm just throwing banana. Oh, peels. so the call's not like, Hey, um, what one of them was move on throwing fucking banana yeah. peels out his window. That's what I got today. But yeah, no. So, I, so it's not like an actual, he's saying it's just banana peels. out. so that's, yeah, that's, you know, that's 50, 50 there. Yep. You know about that. 50 50. 50 50. Oh, yeah. Banana peel, but not banana peel, but not banana, banana, but yeah, in the woods versus, uh, you know, on a, uh, in the woods on a hiking trail versus in the middle of, yeah. you know, Route 495 mm-hmm. is totally different. Yeah, that is totally different. Um, totally, totally different. Hiking but, trail, what'd you say? In the woods on 495 is different? No, no, like on, on, the, on a hiking oh, okay, trail. Yeah. 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 But in general, it's like, I don't know. I, I eat bananas in the car on the way to work for breakfast pretty frequently. And never does it go through my mind like I'm gonna roll Is the window that your down. Breakfast? A lot of the time, yeah. Just a banana, a banana granola bar. Wow, you eat breakfast? Oh you yeah, eat breakfast? I have to eat something in the morning. I have to eat something. 
I don't eat till noontime. At least. Holy oh, shit. I wow. That. I have That's impressive. Well, just the coffee. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I try. Black? If I eat in the morning, coffee I, don't, black? I don't feel good. Black. If you eat in the morning, you don't feel good. Yeah. I mean, wow. that, so that said on the weekends or whatever, if I'm a, and, and we don't go out for breakfast very often, but I do enjoy eating breakfast food. Like I, I like, yeah. It. Yeah. And that's fine. But like, if I'm going to work and I'm going to like, you don't want to eat first thing right when you wake I, up. I'm just not hungry when I wake up. I'm really not. Wow. Cassie's like that too. I'm she not- likes, she, she doesn't like to eat for like the first, at least hour after she's up. What about you? I'm hungry at all times. <laughs> I mean, I, I fight the urge constantly. No shit. Yeah. Wow. He's in great shape though, isn't he? He's in excellent shape. Well, I'm, I'm medicated too. I, I to take, be in shape? I, well, no. I, 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 I have like, I'm going to need to get on that medicine real fast. Yeah. 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 That I'm could be the new prescription. That's going to be the new street drug. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm a, I have uh, ADHD, and so oh, okay. my medication for that suppresses for sure, yeah. a lot of the hunger. Yeah. Because gotcha. it's just like a. Uh, yep. Yeah, I had friends on it, so yeah, I know. So, like the, uh, I don't know what HD is, but the doctor says like 80 of them, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but what's really funny is that. I haven't been like, well, I have been diagnosed by a psychiatrist for it, yep. but he prescribed Concerta, which I did not like. But then my physician in Charleston diagnosed me with what is funny enough called binge eating disorder. Oh, wow. B-E-D for <laughs> short <laughs> and prescribed a, a prescription called Vivance, which is also used for ADHD. For ADHD. Uh, and I've been on that for three years. And after starting that, I dropped from 220 pounds down to 175. Wow. Like total game changer. Yeah. I mean, you work out and stuff as well, but yeah. you you noticed a big difference in your self-control to not your, be snacking. Yeah. And John, this this was something we were talking about. Is yes. With the ADHD, what was happening unmedicated was every single night, night snacking was a huge issue. Mm. And I just was never realizing what I was doing mm. as my wife and I would sit down on the couch. We would start watching something on Netflix and then I'd be at the fridge. Fridge is open. I'm eating handfuls of you know, cheese. <laughs> so like I had whatever this, the fuck else was in uh, there. Yeah, yeah. I had and this. then it took 10 to 15 minutes before I'd be like, wait, what did I just how do? did I get here? What am I doing? I'm not even that hungry, but there's cheese here. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and then the, the medication kind of helped put my mind back into my own control. Yeah. And that stopped being an issue. Yeah, I have this issue. Do you need Vyvanse? I I do need it because when I smoke fucking weed, (laughs) let me fucking tell you, I get to a point and I'm in the fridge and then I'm eating and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I don't really need to eat this. And then it's just like, fuck it now. I'm already already half done with what I'm doing. I'm just going to finish it off. And then uh, now I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) That's why like I don't, I actually don't like foods I like pizza, but oh, what do you food bot? Who falls out <laughs> with a bot? I like pizza bot. I'm just saying, foods that have definitive pieces like that because it's like, oh well, I've already eaten three quarters of it, so like I might as well just eat the last two pieces. Well, you, go, I see. Go what you're back saying. to that. What are you talking about? He's saying he's saying like he opened up a pizza and he's all fucked up and he's super hungry or I don't even know. He doesn't even smoke, so I don't know what his problem is. But. Uh, <laughs> 
My, but he opens yeah. the pizza and he grabs one. He's like, oh. And then he grabbed another one. So basically, let's say the pizza. I only, let's say I'm slices. full after six pieces. And then there's only two left. Oh, the way my brain works is oh, like, yeah. oh, well, fuck it. There's only two left. I'm oh, just going to finish. I them. did that. That's literally did that. any container of food that you come across. They all have serving sizes <laughs> on them. It's just like, oh, I've eaten. Yeah, but the 10 <laughs> servings. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you have like this serving thing, size challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah. I when it's like take take literally a, a pie chart. Fish and you eat eight tenths of it and there's like crumbs left. Yeah, but no one's reading the serving size of like a jug of pretzels. I mean, you know, you just eat. Are you? You're reading the serving size? Because I, I now want to be healthy, and then I read, and I'm just like, what am I getting myself into? Ah, fuck it. Like, I had a calzone last night, yep. and I I pretty much house the whole thing, but there was one slice left, and I'm like, fuck it. What, what exactly. Am I, what am I doing with that? Because I know. This is before I smoked. I'm like, I know if I smoke, I'm coming back for it. <laughs> I might as well just fucking end it now. And that's what I did. And I'll get something else later. And I Then you go for the Oreos after you smoke, I right? Ate, uh, last night, what did I do? Um, sounds like there's a common denominator. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, last night I had, uh, popcorn, like caramel popcorn. You know, my Mm. wife bought a huge tin and I know why she put it under the tree and I go, I go, it was there for a couple of days. And I go, what, what is this? What, what the fuck is that? And she goes, oh, it's popcorn. I said, is this like a gift? I'm like, why is it under the fucking tree? She goes, I'm like, is that mine? (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's for whoever. I said, why is it under the tree? <laughs> why isn't it in my belly? Yeah. So she's like, no, you can have it. So fucking, I open that up. It, it's, it was only over for two days. I think it's pretty much fucking gone. Oh, the whole tin. Yeah. yeah, the whole That's tin. That's a lot of fucking popcorn. Oh, it's so good. See, I don't like those tins. Why? As, if it's just your tin, that's fine. But if it's a tin of that many servings and like multiple people that just pawn in that thing, I'll take what you want with a fucking John, scoop. You had no problem sharing my cheese balls last Christmas because it was your cheese balls. But we had a lot. But of it's your dog. We did. <laughs> All yeah, right. I guess we did. You're right. So you're talking about like a germ thing. Yeah, and I guess I just care to eat cheese balls more than popcorn. So I don't think about the germs with cheese balls. He just doesn't want to share your popcorn. That's the issue. Here. That is what it sounds like is coming out of this conversation, I think. Very biased here. No, I'm not a big popcorn guy in general. Really? Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Like, if it's like, if, like, I'll pop popcorn just plain, need a plain. Yeah. Which Once is much better for you. Way better. Way better. Yeah. It's actually high in fiber, relatively low in carbs and cholesterol. Yeah. Really? really? For you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I wouldn't have yeah. expected that. As far as that. snacks go. It's not bad. That's true. That's why they like when I was actually paying popcorn. attention to. Mm. It's what you put on it. That's the issue. Yeah. So like I you usually go to the try movie theater and they have that like self-serve butter. Oh. Thing. <laughs> that's where it all goes down. I put so much on that one time that the butter went through the bag <laughs> onto my khakis. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to walk out of there like Mark just left the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Cassie just got me s'mores popcorn, though. Oh, that's interesting. Because I, I anything s'mores, I just love. Where has that been hiding? I ate it all. Oh, how, to how say, much been was, in your house for like it? four like, days? How big was I finished bag? it probably the day before you got there. Uh, how big was God the bag? Damn it. Potato chip size bag. Okay, how long did it take you to eat it? Uh, about a week. A week? Yeah. Good yeah. No, you. I don't. I'm not a snacker. I've never. Been I was never a snacker <laughs> until I started. You've never rubbed me wrong, but now you've got beef. I will try to replace it tomorrow. I was never a snacker until I started smoking weed. Mm. And I started smoking weed for the colitis. Yep. And then, you know, whether it helps or doesn't help, 
Now I just like to be high. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then, you know, I just tell my wife, stop. Just don't even buy shit in the house. Cause like with, there's no snacks in the house. I got to like be creative. Like, what can I just smash together and fucking put down the gullet? My, my <laughs> wife has started, instead of getting groceries every week, yep. we have started ordering from, it's like, you know that uh, HelloFresh? Yeah. You know oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard of that, yeah. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a group like that, but it's called Hungry Root, and they do, it's, it's like healthier options, and they're actually a lot faster to cook. Hmm. It's like meals are like 12 minutes, 15 minutes, and mm-hmm. not like 45 to 60. Oh, that's nice. And- we literally just buy from that and then we have no snacks. Yes. And it's perfect. Plus like if there is something that you would want to snack on, it's for a set meal. Yeah. So you can't mm. eat it. If that I has helped a lot, even with your, your, you know, your habits. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't have snacks in the house, I would be murdered in my sleep. <laughs> really? Oh my God. The, the people in my house love snacks. Yeah. My wife's a snacker. Her, her, her father's a snacker. So it's, it's a hereditary. Like they'll come home they from work or school or whatever. It's four o'clock. They start busting open pan. cheese and crackers. I'm like, we're eating dinner in an hour and a half. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, I'm like a big meal guy. I yeah. want my big meals. I don't really care to snack. In so between. when I'm really concentrating on losing weight and stuff, um, if I don't eat at night, it's such a, it, it makes such a fucking difference. It's crazy how much like faster you lose weight. If you don't eat when at night, like, like I'll oh, eat like dinner. Late. Like we eat dinner late anyway. Do so too, that doesn't, is, it's really bad. Like, that's I wish brutal. Didn't, but yeah, me too. But it's just how our lives are. Like, it, yeah, like, by the time dinner is done, it's usually seven. It's like, o'clock. Oh, would you rather get the chores done or eat later or eat first, then do the chores? Yeah, no, you're not going to do the chores. Yeah. Once, once I eat and take a shower, I'm that's fucking it, done. Right. You're done. <laughs> you're shutting it down. So, <laughs> so fuck you know i eat at like seven seven between seven seven thirty we usually eat yeah and then you know when you're really done it's like eight o'clock and then i go out i smoke <laughs> and then within 25 again 20 it's not even i swear it's it's like almost a mental it's like it's like i'm sleepwalking yeah and i'm just like oh to the kitchen i go <laughs> and you know next thing you know it's i'm a just routine like and then like i'll be eating like something and i made a fucking sandwich <laughs> that i have toast in them and <laughs> my wife will hear the thing go ding and she's like what's, this, what's that i said that's my sandwich <laughs> she goes you're eating another meal and i'm like i i, I don't even need to and but yet i could just throw it was the fucking an accident. <laughs> I st- even her shitting on me about it. I'm just like, yes, I am. <laughs> and yes, I am. Do you want some? She's like, no. <laughs> Brutal. Like that's Jared's like thing. He's like, so uh, what would you eat last night? <laughs> like, cause he knows it's like, holy shit. Cause sometimes like you start off good. Cause I'll eat like, like grapes. Oh, or celery fruit. Sticks. I start <laughs> off, I'll eat a banana or something. And then I'll like a rice cake. And then I just spiral. <laughs> and then I'm just eating crap. Like absolute yeah. total shit. Yeah. It's a box of cosmic brownie dust. Honestly, like it's <laughs> yeah, white chocolate Christmas trees or something. Like my cousin Brittany living with us. She's like making cookies, but she she sm- she does a good job because she just makes a portion, oh. right? So she'll make like six. She's like, hey, you guys want a cookie? Yeah, you get a cookie. Yeah, now I want fucking ten more. Why didn't right. you make the whole batch? Right. Like I'm unappreciative. I'm appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just an asshole. Dork. Sounds like I'm like you made only that. six. <laughs> I'll have all six, and you can make your own. Yeah. <laughs> Cassie made a chicken pot pie the other night, and I saw uh, that looked. Oh, it was good. That looked like it was perfect. Yeah, it looked good. That's one of those meals, though. That or like shepherd's pie. That's one of those meals where like I'll have seconds. 
I hate shepherd's pie. I love thirds. No kidding. I fucking well, hate. Might as well just finish it. I like all of the ingredients, <laughs> just not together. Some reason I can't do it. Can't do it. So are you like? Do you like not mixing food? Oh no, I have no problem mixing food. Yeah, not my wife does not. She likes to separate things, but nope. she likes separate. In fact, pie. I prefer when it's all mixed together, so I get a little bit of everything in every bite, all the time. Well, yeah. I guess some things are different, but like, yeah. you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I like a little bit mm-hmm. of everything in every bite. So that's why, like, when I'll make something, I make sure to dice things really small and cut the vegetables up small so I get, like, a little bit of everything. Yeah. For some reason, I cannot stand yeah. shepherd's pie. You're right, that's though. Funny. It's one of those foods where you're like, okay, I had a good portion. I probably shouldn't have another. But you fucking do. But I do. Yeah. Every time. You like shepherd's pie? I can't tell you the last time I had it. When, But when you did have it, did you like it? <laughs> I was probably a child. A child? <laughs> probably a little biased here. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to make you my famous shepherd's pie sometime. It's famous? I make a good shepherd's oh, pie. Shit. Yeah, it's good. Real good. I went to a restaurant. I can't remember. No I, peas, though. Corn only. I will tell you, my wife has been talking Some people about do. do. Some people really? do. What is yeah. that? Sarah's been talking about shepherd's pie. Really? Or chicken pop. Shepherd, I Some sort of pie. Those pies. <laughs> those fucking pies. <laughs> Some type of meat now. paste and pie. And every single time we come by it in like the supermarket, she's just like, mm, yeah. nah, no, nah. no. You got to make it. It's There's not something no you just way buy. you can buy that. It's just not the yeah. same. I always find it funny it's when. It's like a lot of effort. It, shepherd's uh, pie is easy to make. I do. So I make I the mashed cook. potatoes. The I know. I make I'm a horrible cooks. I make mashed potatoes in the instant pot. So you could put uh, whole potatoes that, in the instant pot. Instant pot is game changer. Oh my god, Christ. it's amazing. Uh, literally like ten minutes. Open the thing, mash them up quick. It's like done. Yeah. And uh, so I do garlic mash in that, and then I cook hamburger meat in the pan. I add about a half of bottle of red sauce, like Italian pasta sauce, That's to the meat. Okay. And that's my bottom layer. Mm-hmm. And then I do a layer of just only corn, sweet corn. And then I do garlic mash on top with breadcrumbs and then bake it. Mm. Lights out. Boom. So good. When, when you guys leave Sunday, Sunday morning. Yeah. There's still time for shepherd's pie. You got to make it tomorrow. I could. Well, tomorrow we have, we have a family thing. You're not going to make it. I could make it Saturday. We'll see. Give me Christmas Eve Popeye. Yes, sir. You don't go anywhere Christmas Eve. We have we have some stuff to do, but yeah, I could make it but at some point on Saturday. Dinner's open. Yeah, there you go. What are your famous plans? John Stairs famous. Yeah, holiday. Plans. Even though Christmas was two days ago, Christmas was yeah, yeah, yesterday, day before yesterday. When you're listening to this, um, travel. Yeah, so we Christmas Eve we spend with Cassie and Sarah's family, mm-hmm. and uh, Christmas Day you're driving down to see your brother, right? Mm-hmm. Connecticut. Oh, Hartford, yeah. Nice. Are you from Connecticut? No, originally from the uh, western part of Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm. How far west? Erie, yeah. So that's like way west. North, northwest, yeah, yeah. Yep. The, that's the like near Ohio, chimney, right? Like that. The chimney, you know, Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah. The little chimney part? Yeah. Right there on the lake. Ooh. In the chimney. What do you do Christmas Day? Uh, Cass and I go to my mom's. Usually. That's what we're doing this year. Awesome. It'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys do on Christmas Day? Well, we're going to be in Hartford. Right. I'm a good listener. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? This year, everything's at my house. So nice. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's fantastic. I don't plan on leaving. It's That's gonna, the best. It's going to be fucking glorious. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. This will be the first time in 20 years that I don't leave my house. On wow. Oh, that's awesome. So I'll go to me and my, me and my wife will go to my mother's. Yep. And uh, do Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, everybody comes over. 
mostly from cat side of the family comes over to my house, mm-hmm. which is great because the holidays, everyone needs to be pleased. Yes. And it fucking breaks me down because no one's ever fucking satisfied. <laughs> and I don't care who's listening to this that fucking knows me and gets upset with me saying that. It's a fucking You fact. know it's true. They know <laughs> yeah. it's fucking. Yeah. They, they'll never admit it, but yeah. that's the truth. The So like splitting the days up, like we, we were like, no, nah, I'd rather just travel the fucking holidays and call it a, call it. A yeah. Year. I've it. done that too. I, uh, it's amazing. When we had kids, how possessive family people got. Yeah. Well, you yeah. need to be here at this time. Well, I'm not going to be there at that time. So you're going to have to live with it. It always amazes well, me. You were there 12 minutes longer than you were here. What the fuck? Who cares? So what amazes me with that is, and I, I people who have kids expecting to travel to all different, like four different times. And at the fucking day. Oh yeah. Is bizarre. Like they me. didn't have children that needed to yeah, at some like, point. Like if you don't have kids and you want to see someone's kids, go the fuck to their house. Yep. Like it's just easier. Yep. Like like Jared and Kayla, like man, they used to travel like crazy, and I'd be like, "You got three kids? Why isn't no one coming?" Like it's a lot of work. Oh, your kids, bring them, bring them here. Yeah. No, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we we travel to like density, right? Like so, Sarah's family is here, right? right. So for yeah, part of Christmas we are traveling here yeah. obviously we're not going to expect everyone all a thousand of you to travel, <laughs> yeah, to travel down to south carolina Austin, right yeah and then get the buses here my we brother come. and his wife and his kid are in hartford and then my brother's in-laws moved to hartford and my brother's brother-in-law and his wife and their kid moved to hartford so it's easiest so everybody just goes there my parents go to hartford. come to hartford and yep. then Sarah and I, obviously, a couple hours closer. Drive over to Hartford. Right? Yep, closer yeah. for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm big proponent of just travel to density. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes it's 100%. just logic. Yep. But the yeah, fucked up part is like all of our family is within 15 minutes in every direction, so it's not like we have to oh, travel, yeah. travel. But everyone wants. Oh, you got to come here this time. You're gonna be here yeah. this time. You're yeah. Here this time. There's, there's and it, five fucking places to go on Christmas Day. Go fuck just, yourself. It, I want to go home. It just never works out time wise. That's that's not terrible. It's less terrible. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It, but no one's ever happy. No one's ever you're happy. You're never there long enough. Oh, no. We're going to miss you. Oh, yep. you're going to go now. It's a oh. good problem to have, right? Yes. Is it? it yes. Would you sure. rather have no one on These Christmas? are first world problems. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, fair. that's true. That's fair. That is my fair. My family's fighting over my time. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. At least you have family to go I, visit. I that is a very good way to look at more, it. I think it's more the expectation. Yeah. I think it's really like, it's, yeah. like it's not just like, hey, you came and you're like getting ready to leave or you're like, hey, I can't make it this year. And it turns into like a guilt trip or or even if they don't intentionally mean it as a guilt trip, that's how people ex- receive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they I, don't and they're, they're just blind to it. And it's like, fuck you. If you guilt trip me and make me feel obligated to do shit, I want to do shit less. Well, I think just normalizing the fact that like you can say, look, I'm just burnt out. I just need to stay in on this holiday or I just need to relax today. Like, to me, it's because like, I've had too many plans. That's it's, fine. It's also too. like a good problem to have one. People want you there too. That's yeah. like, true. Like if they didn't have that kind of reaction, would you then start thinking like, Oh shit. They no, didn't, they didn't want me. Anyway. No, no, because no. I don't, but 
I don't you, think you wouldn't feel that way, but like, are they internally thinking like, it's, oh, I have to make it a big deal that they're leaving? No, we wanted you to stay. Oh, I think five, the difference is, and I get where you're coming from. So I, I understand where you're coming from, but I, get, I think the difference is it's, they're not having that reaction because they generally want you there. They just want to win in the time battle. I had you here the longest. So I win like that's really where it comes. Cause like you get these family members who sort of like each other and they can, you know, it is harsh. But it's like, as long as I get more than they do, I'm happy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's wild. I get, I get what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. It can be tough saying. sometimes. It can be every year. I, there's I, always a different thing. And after the first you know? couple of years, we managed it much better. But those first couple of years, it was, it was yeah. a whirlwind. It was a lot for really no reason. Like for Thanksgiving and Easter, like now we swap. Yeah. We go to her family's my family. And Still, not not super happy. No one's super. No one's like, oh, you know that that's fair. That makes sense. Oh, that's it. But I won't see you this one. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ. So I don't know. I I just I just uh, wish people just would give like, hey, I gotta go. I can't make it. Okay, no problem. We'll see you. You know, soon. That's that's the answer I want. I prefer that. I feel like ninety percent of people would just prefer that instead of like. I can't believe it. Now, why can't you make it? I don't understand. Like, it becomes a fucking interrogation. And it's like, <laughs> are you listening? This this might be why I don't want to go. I don't know. <laughs> this is supposed to be a happy just, time here. Like, I'm just saying, uh, like, yeah. right at, like, you know, you you listen to what I just heard. And maybe, maybe this. You're, you're lucky I'm here. Uh, so <laughs> I don't want to say that, but it's like, shit. Do you know what it took for me to get here? <laughs> I'm fuck. I got here drunk. If you yeah. didn't notice, <laughs> like I got here drunk. Cat had to drive. Hot boxed in the drive. I have to be Listen, really hungry to eat this shitty food, if, so I'm gonna go yeah. high in the driveway. <laughs> Listen, when my family does listen to this episode. <laughs> I love your cooking. Yeah. Uh, listen, I love spending time with you guys, but g- listen. You, you might just, not be invited anymore after this episode. Oh you God. might get your wish. Things this might be a, a win win no for you. No, now yeah. they're going to be worse. They're going to really fuck uh. with me. It's 12th of July. You're not coming over? It's Columbus Day. It's you, Groundhog Day. It's, yeah, you selfish son of a bitch. You mean you're not coming over Arbor Day? <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, I enjoy spending time. We have a whole family, thing planned. You know. Yeah. It, it's not just family. It's it's friends, too, when they fucking say dumb shit. So it's not just family specific. It's just in general. Just just take an answer someone gives you and just. You I know. never did like friends holiday stuff. Yeah, I never really did that. It was always like wish them merry, whatever, happy this and, and then just do things with the family. So, yeah, I feel yeah. like friend friend holiday stuff is the backup, right? Like you originally have plans or you try to have plans to go with yeah. family and then like. You know, maybe you're not traveling that year. I mean, in our instance, maybe we're not traveling that year or whatever. And then it's like, oh, our friends are also not traveling. Here's the backup plan. Yeah. I'll be together. Sure. Yep. And that's nice, especially when you don't, if if you're not doing anything, that's the thing. It's like, but like if if friends are expecting you to do a Christmas on Christmas day, like what? Yeah. That's a little weird. (laughs) Who are you? I didn't mean, I didn't mean so much like the main holidays with them, but just other shit. Yeah. Like when they have parties and stuff, and you're like, "Yeah, I can't go." Like, really? You fucking serious? I'm like, what? Yeah, like, sorry, it's a can't make cook it. Cookout, right? Yeah, your sausages aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. 
Oh man, this whole uh, episode. Yeah, <laughs> this whole episode. I'm, I'm going to be living on your couch, John, <laughs> <laughs> with the underglow on. <laughs> well, uh, uh, the the our our one available room is uh, uh, booked until Christmas. So yeah, that's fine. He'll sleep with the goats. I'll, yeah, I'll sleep in my barn. I don't care. <laughs> oh man, Horses don't talk back. Jesus. <laughs> so, like I was saying. So, Merry th- Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry, I'm sorry, I asked. Merry Christmas. I don't even know what you asked. What did you ask? Oh, what, what we're doing? What we're doing? Jesus. Plan for the yeah. holidays. Yeah. What I'm doing is fine. It's great. Yeah. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good fucking time. It's just getting really high before it all. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. I, I wait till after. I just get, I just drink. <laughs> I, I start early. I'm like, what time are people coming over? Oh, you know, like two, like so right. eleven, like eleven. All right, I'll start drinking now. <laughs> I do, uh, I do like when Christmas falls the way it does, and then I get the Monday off afterwards. That's nice because if it yeah. falls on a Monday, then I just get Monday off. So it's right. It's, it's a double edged sword because now, like, it's going to be Monday next year, right? So then I'm going to have to take at least Tuesday off, and I might as well take the rest of the week off, and now I'm going to burn vacation time. True. That week. True. And then it's such it's such a crazy week for the holidays with where New Year's lines up too. Because you get New Year's Day off, I assume, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I get Monday, yeah, Monday. Monday. Too. Yep. I'm working this week this year. Usually I take it off, but Oh, usually take the whole week off. Yeah, the week in between. But it actually works out because it's like such a quiet week. Well, that's it. kind of a waste of vacation. I used to burn the vacation days taking the week off because I worked for a company before the company I'm at now. They just closed that week. We didn't get paid nothing. Oh, no, didn't work. But then you give us a Christmas bonus, which is a week's paycheck. So it kind of worked out. Oh, that's nice. You know, whatever. Um, That was the one nice thing that company did. Um, And I kind of got used to that. I'm like, wow, this doesn't suck. Yeah. And then you start, I started a new place. I had like no vacation time. I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks. So then once I built up enough vacation time to burn a week, I was taking it off and I'm like, I'm just. I'm not doing anything. It's kind of a waste of time. And it's super slow this time of year for us. So, yeah. Yeah. Companies aren't booking inspections and shit. Well, no, I mean, they have them, but it's like, it's very low key. We're at the end of the year. We're done with our like workload. I get it. Yeah. yeah, So like your job, I understand what you're saying. January 1st is going to fire right back up. But as far as the inspections go, they pay by the year. So like Mm, we're done, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. The wind down period. So, so, the holiday question. Uh-huh. What's everyone's favorite holiday meal? Holiday meal. For, we'll say Christmas because Thanksgiving, it's usually everyone has. Yeah, we pretty much have the same thing on Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving. But this year we'll do, we'll do it different because it's at my house. So I'm, I'm a sucker for a good turkey dinner, right? So like I don't have it any other time of the year. Yeah. Turkey, mashed potato stuffing. I make a killer stuffing with um, Sharice and onions. Uh, doing that again this year. Man, just a basic turkey Sounds dinner. Good. I like it. I've never cooked a turkey. My mother always did it. My mother, mother-in-law always did it. You know, I'm yeah. I, I'm sure I could manage it, but I just never did it. This year, Blake got a beef tenderloin. Ooh. Oh. So we're doing like, it's going to be nice. Yeah. So no turkey this year, just to be not, tenderloin. not for Christmas. No, nice beef tenderloin. That's going to be so good. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. He's made it before for other things and it's, it's spectacular. John. I don't have anything. Nothing? No. Nothing special? It's like different every year. See, that's so. funny. See, I don't have any, I don't have anything I look forward to for Same. holiday food either. Oh, you know what? I what? will say my mother makes a chocolate pie. It's basically just chocolate like pudding? pudding. 
mm. in a shell with whipped cream. It's the most basic thing ever, but it is the greatest part of Christmas. See yep. that eggnog is my favorite thing. Of that Christmas. is a stone. I used to, like, so I, the boys are talking about the eggnog Delight. on revival. Yeah. I love it. I love eggnog. I can't drink it anymore. Unfortunately, but uh, I, I can have like just a little, yeah, I think I was a, a lactose thing. Yeah. It, it really screws up my system. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that would put me over the edge. Yeah. yeah. It'd be bad for you. That would be no good. Like I can still eat cheese and stuff, but like milk, that kind of like milk, eggnog, cream, like anything like that. I had not like good. this much. So like some people listening, like two fingers worth. Yeah. Like whole milk. The other Kishot. day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking good. I can't tell you. I, I I can't even remember the last time I had any. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. Yep. I miss ice cream. Ice cream and I'm like, ice cream was my favorite. Yeah. Oh. See, with the colitis, I take the like, I don't care. Like, there's some things I'm like, oh, I'm going to pay, but it's fucking so worth it. Like twice a year, I'll <laughs> when the kid, like whatever, we'll go to the get ice cream or whatever, and I don't get anything. And then like twice a year, I'll get a coffee frap because the coffee frap is like, why is it so good? So good. Fuck. And I'll sit there and I'll wait till everyone's done with their ice cream. And then I'll start to drink it. And I'm like, all right, we got 15 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll drink it on the drive home. Yep. And that's it. And just, it's worth it. Do you have a fair holiday meal you look forward to? Not, not necessarily a meal, but lately, um, my wife's, uh, Sarah, Sarah's and Cassie's stepmom, Cheryl, mm-hmm. will make a chocolate Swiss roll. Oh, oh yes. For Christmas Eve. Homemade oh, Christmas That roll. sounds pretty Already fucking good. Oh, yeah. Yep. That sounds amazing. Oh, you have no idea. I, oh, I don't have any idea. Yeah, That's it's real good. A, it's amazing. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. The shitty little Debbie ones are delicious. I can't imagine a homemade one. Oh, yeah. No, it's game changer. Yeah, for sure. It's out of this Oof, world. That's, that's my, something. My wife's such a good cook. I can't. There's not one thing that I'm just like, I, I can just single out. No. Her cinnamon rolls she makes are fucking ridiculous. Oh, like they're so rolls. big. They two would take up your keyboard. You couldn't fit a third. <laughs> like they're crazy. This is the kind of cinnamon roll I can get on board with. Holy shit. It's like it's it's more than a meal. Like it's yeah. like that's <laughs> what I'll eat until fucking dinner. She's awesome. In the Smoke again, you can get it down. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! In your mouth, maybe yeah. Chokes you up for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! But she makes such good shit. Like she switches it up every year too. So that's the other problem. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, like I always like she makes these steak and cheese like, um, like wonton cups. Mm. They're fucking good. Sounds good. That's always. That's always. I think that's what I always look forward to. I think. Nice. Like that's if she says, "Oh, what should I make?" That's always the first thing I Mm -hmm. say. Yep. So, on the topic of you traveling for yeah. work, one beautiful thing with your career is you can kind of work from anywhere, which is pretty sweet. Big fan. Like, literally anywhere. I can work remotely sometimes, but not yeah. all the time. He can work remotely all the time. And his, le- pretty great. his level of focus is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, from an outside perspective to me, because I watch him work often because when he's staying at my house, the dining room is just his office. Yeah. And he pulls out, he's got, oh, he has three monitors, <laughs> but they're all portable. It's like he a, has, a space shuttle. Yeah. Seriously. It's insane. It's literally like a space station. He's got, he's got like a tablet and a portable external monitor. And then a, like a tablet computer that he flips inside out. So he's got, he has a full Full control center. So do you actually take any time off 
or I don't think he takes any time off. <laughs> he, he's right. He's, he's right here. Yeah, no, he can, no. yeah, I'm just saying. I don't think he does. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do. I do take time. How much time? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, like when you like schedule a vacation, you still traveling with your shit, with your setup. I do. <laughs> it, it depends. Like, like this one, I knew I was going to be working, right? Yeah. So I brought, I brought the setup. Yeah. Um, but in October, my wife and I did like an actual trip, 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 trip. And that I just, I just brought the laptop. Sure. Didn't open it. Just brought it for, just, you know, like yeah. emergency. If there was a fire drill and I needed, you know, someone yep. needed something from me. I was going to be able to provide. Yep. Worst case scenario. I get that. Yeah, no. That's how we are. I can, I take time. When I take time, I take time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, I know I can be flexible and so I can do part time. Right. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting. I don't know much about what Eric does, but the stuff he tells me is pretty interesting. So it's like commercial real estate development, right? I mean, that would be the best way to describe it. Yeah. So our, our company, um, is it's that I work for a company called Graystar and they're a a global leader in just multifamily real estate. And that's our big development platform is, is on multifamily. Yep. So mostly residential, no commercial space really. Right. Mostly residential. Sometimes, you know, if we're doing like a high rise, we'll have some retail space and mm. some, some, maybe yeah, first flow is always something. Yeah. 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 Or maybe we'll do a mixed use kind of project where it's multifamily, it's office. Right. Mm. Um, we've recently gotten into industrial or, or the logistics space and we've also started within life sciences. Um, both areas actually industrial and the life sciences were, were focused a lot in, in the Boston area, which is kind of cool. So the logistics space, like, what do you mean by that? Like, like transportation and shipping stuff or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like box warehouse. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So especially during this, this COVID period, right? Like everyone did a lot more online shipping. So in order for Amazon and, and other businesses to be able to keep up pace and be able to keep up with two day delivery or less, right? Like yeah. you need that last mile kind of warehouse space. And yeah, we we're, drove we're by to fill that need. We drove by that building that you talked about that they're building in Bridgewater. Yeah. When we were coming back from the, the bar the other night and he is like 10 o'clock at night, dark out, he just glanced at it and was like, oh, yeah, that's blah, 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 construction. What was that? The lift wall thing that you're talking about? Uh, like tilt wall, yeah. Tilt wall. So just like, oh, yeah, that's tilt wall. So like assembling or pouring the concrete walls on the yep. ground yeah. and then and then yep. lifting them up. So he was very familiar with that kind of stuff. So that sparked my interest right away because these things are fucking popping up everywhere. Yeah. So with this. And that place is fucking huge. And the speed that they put it yeah. up is crazy. Yeah. Last week it wasn't built like that. No. No. And now with a space like that, I would imagine from the development side, um, the, the cost involved to put something like that up is a lot less than building housing units. Right. Well, like if you were to take the same scale, like, like square foot to. Well, it finishes what kills you on residential. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because on residential, you've got a lot more interior walls and Mm -hmm. exactly like finish, right. You Mm -hmm. got toilets, you've got. Yeah. More plumbing and everything. So it's probably quicker to develop uh, a logistic space than residential. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, makes sense. And then around here, the where the population is more dense, it's like you need more warehouses because there's more that you want to be close to the people ordering the stuff. But at the same time, land is tougher to buy, right? Land is also correct. Yep. It's a pretty wild industry. I know it is. Amazon was taking over these old warehouses all over Boston. Any kind of warehouse that went under business, they would just snap yeah. them up as fast as they could. So you, a lot of retrofit stuff on those. Do you guys get into any of that? Like buying existing structures or are you building from scratch? No, yeah, no, we definitely do. So at, at Graystar, what's, what's really great is our CEO kind of like set up the company to thrive in any kind of economic whatever. Right? Yeah. So even during downturns, like we're, we're, you know, semi kind of going into where interest rates are going up, it's harder to develop things. It's harder to invest in things because interest rates are so high. We have a property management business where we're able to get a lot of fee revenue that kind of can keep the business afloat kind of thing. Right. Yep. Um, so the, the three big main facets with our company is the property management side. We've have an investments and acquisitions, and then we also have a development and construction business line. Okay. And so that, we do invest and, and buy different properties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before you're at this place, you were doing strictly property management, right? Same company, but yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah. was just a different department in that company. Okay. So yeah, I've been with this company now for a little over six years. And yep. uh, the first three, roughly, I was I was on the property management side. Because before joining this company, I was doing single family residential property management. Yep. And then I switched over to multifamily property management. Okay. I joined Greatstar. Yep. And then after three years, I was looking for a change new. I didn't want to be consumer facing anymore. Yeah. Loved, you know, the analytic side of the business still loved real estate and, um, found an opportunity within our development group. Nice. So you're focusing on the, the new build stuff mostly. Correct. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I yeah. Deal, with, deal with a lot of property management people and some of them enjoy their work and some of them do not. <laughs> They are not, just not there for it, you know? It'll depend on your, your clientele. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So mm. What, what, what's true in property management is 95% of your residents, you never hear from, they're perfect, they're great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the 5% make up 95% make it worse. of yep. the problem. Yeah. And 95% of your time probably really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's the company like. The other I thing is that, something that's, that's your problem. <laughs> really, I tell you. And then with commercial, I assume like, uh, did you ever deal with property management for like a, a commercial logistics space or anything like that? Or do you guys do that? I yeah. mean, I, I haven't personally no. Like I know with us, like it's so rare that I ever contact our landlord for anything. And usually when I do if at work, it's like, uh, Hey, uh, just want to make sure like we're responsible for this thing that broke and not you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. A commercial lease is very different from, yeah. from, from a residential, residential lease. Yeah. lease yeah. yeah. I mean that, the hmm. as far as responsibility and, and what you're, you know, supposed to be paying. <laughs> yeah. Commercially yeah. responsible for everything. Yeah. Basically everything. Pretty much nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is expected in yeah. the industry. Yep. Right? Yeah. Like that's, that's part of, you know, your, your rates to actually lease the space are lower in a, in a commercial space because you also have that additional rent that you're paying, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're paying for taxes, you're paying for electricity, yep. water, right? And like you're per at a split of things. Yeah, exactly. Right. And all, all the responsibility okay. of the stuff around you. 
um, when we had um, resolutions on, she kind of kind of talked about that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How she, she was, was like leasing, but she's fucking doing everything she did when she yeah. owned the building. Yep. So. Well, because any tenant, when you yeah. lease a space, you're you're responsible for your fit up, right? So, like, you're going right. to have to pay the plumber to come in and put the sinks it was in. Where it was a you're going to have to pay space, the electric. Right. You're going to yeah, have to pay yeah. all that stuff because you're yeah. they're leasing you a box. You have to do yeah. whatever you want in the inside. Because she originally had her first space and was like, oh, you know, owned it. And yeah. then she was like, oh, you know, dealing with all the stuff that you don't want to deal <laughs> with. And, and, she went, and, now you're and then she went the to the thing. other yeah. place and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm still kind of doing all this. So now she's at their new place, which is a fantastic establishment, actually. Yeah. In there. Yeah. And because there, there is a part two where the development group or the ownership will also pay in part for tenant improvements. Mm. So that, that okay. is factored into their, their budget. That all has to be discussed in the original like lease agreement, right? So you're correct. Yeah. yeah. It all depends yeah, yeah. on what you're looking for. Yep. So from the development standpoint, um, like I know one of our previous guests a while ago, was my barber, Matt, uh, from Bostonian barbershop, a developer approached the owner of the barbershop and was like, Hey, I love the way your business looks. And I want it in this building that I'm developing in Boston. Um, so I think they worked out something where they kind of went in budget wise on the upfit to like, get them in the door, you know, cause the developer yeah, you're, you're wanted more of a consultant at that point. The developer to, wanted to that business space. in that space. Right, right, right. So they, they designed it and that's, to house that I'm business. Sure it's a case by case. Business. Is that something that you guys do at all? Like as far as like, you know, a desirable area seeking out certain types of businesses to go into the retail spaces or anything? Or, I mean, usually it's a lot of retail spaces looking to find a new location or to be able mm. to expand. So that's why also part of when we budget you know, the cost of building this building. Yeah. If there is a retail or commercial aspect to it, we will include those tenant improvement dollars. Yep. So that it's not going to burst our budget. If, if, you know, we do find a tenant that we want to bring into the space and wants to be in our space, we can work with them. Right. Yep. Because I mean, we're going to cater to a certain demographic. We want to be able to have a business that caters to that same demographic. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to be able to lose out on that business just because we weren't able to, you know, do what the rest of the market is doing. Yeah. And help them with that upfit. Yeah. Do it. You, you got to attract the business that you want in that unit to, to make sense in, in the market that you're after. And, you know, same as, as, as the residential side of things, you have a market rent. Yep. Same thing on the commercial side of things. You have a market, you know, rent for your commercial tenants, but also part of that is TI tenant improvement, right? A market right. standard for what the developer, what the owner is willing to help provide for that upfit. And obviously like a, you know, urban environment, the neighborhoods that are, you know, the next up and coming neighborhood is like kind of the ideal space. Cause you can buy cheap real estate, and develop it ahead of the game, right? That's kind of one of the main things you'd look for. Or? Yeah, I mean that. I mean that kind of goes into development risk, right? You're making that assumption that it's a slippery that area, slope, right? Yeah, you that you're making the assumption there that that area is going to be something that grows and expands. And so, I mean, it's it's a factor that we look into. It is the demographics of an area and where the expectations are for those demographics to grow 
and if businesses are also expanding in that area or looking in that area, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously what type of businesses are going to be in the building that you're setting up that could, that could actually change the landscape of it. Yep. Planning to set up, setting right. up or are already existing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary stuff. And then obviously, like you said, right now with rates getting higher, um, you're, you're really looking at risk versus reward of, of that kind of thing. So you kind of switch the business model depending on that. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the big difference between investing and developing, right? Is, is there's a, a, an, you know, an extra layer with developing where you have that development risk when you're buying, you kind of know what you're going into because it's already established developing. You're kind of building something new into an, either an established area, right. Or into a new area that you're hoping will expand. So it's like your day to day. Obviously it's from an outside perspective, you're on a lot of calls and meetings, lots of calls and meetings, lots of spreadsheets, I assume. Now, what does that consist of? Is it making decisions on your next move or is it talking about existing projects like percentage wise? Like how does that break down? It's a really good question. So my actual position is pretty unique, not only within our company, but within the world of development to begin with. Yep. Um, so my position is again with, with our, our Charleston global headquarters and, I'm on a team that one handles our investment committee process, but then also um, works with a senior managing director that oversees our entire development platform. Um, And so within our company, we have a bunch of regional offices and regional development shops. Um, Like we have a Boston office, we have a Carolina's office, we have a Florida's office, we have an office in Atlanta that will handle all of the, Georgia and Tennessee development opportunities, right? So they're like scouting those opportunities, like boots on the ground. Those are the, exactly boots on the ground. They're day in, day out. Local people know the areas. They're the ones that are bringing our projects, actually bringing the business in. Right. Yep. And then my position kind of is, is more in line with that investment committee process, but our, our team acts as a resource to those teams. Um, Part, part of the whole development process is we have to go through different stages, right? We have to, one, find the piece of land and work with the person who's selling the land. And we have to work with architects to start designing something we think can go yeah. there. We have to work with the municipality to make sure that, you know, maybe we have culture. to <laughs> rezone this piece of land from commercial to real estate. And, yep. you know, maybe the municipality is not in line with, you know, bringing in multifamily, you know, they only want single family residential. So it's a lot of that. Right. And those are all the boots on ground. Um, but through that process, you have to spend money, right? You have to spend money with the architect to design things and <laughs> engineers and, and then every location is environmentalists. Different. Exactly. And, yep. I was yeah. say conservation, you have building to bring in a lot and- of things. So we give our regional teams a certain amount of bandwidth to just kind of source projects, but the whole investment thesis has to be presented to our investment committee to then approve additional spending dollars to get further down that road. Right. Yep. Um, kind Cause of, a lot of money spent before it's even a yeah. physical thing. Yep. Yeah. I was just going to yeah, ask, cause you like, spend all that money and then nothing comes. That's around. what yep. I was just going to ask. You can like, spend does it become, millions and millions before. You know, it crazy. Yeah. 
So, I mean, wow. we, we have projects where we spend, you know, upwards of 10, 15, $20 million before we actually go vertical on the project. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, and so my team will handle a lot of that investment committee prep, right? Well, the teams will provide materials. My team will help review those materials, make sure everything's buttoned up. They'll ask questions like, does this make sense? Is, you know, this structure that, or this nuance that you're talking about modeled correctly in the financial model so we can make sure that the returns look right. And then it's presented to the investment committee. The investment committee will say yes or no kind of thing. And so you're really looking at every step of the business plan for this one project at a time. That's, that's what my team is, is it's actually like a, um, like you're seeing the whole review process. Yes. And, and that came hand in hand with the opportunity to train people. Um, so it originally started under my, my boss, um, and they would bring people in, they would do this training exercise, have them review all these projects, see all these different stages of the development process, learn how our company does development, but then also see what regions were doing, what types of developments. Right. And then after a year or so, they could then roll off to a regional development shop having learned a lot. Huh. Um, so you really have to know every, you actually kind of have to know a little bit about every stage of the business, even if it's a department you never worked in, in order to do the job you're doing really. To a certain extent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to be able to project the future of it, essentially. It, it's amazing to me how much money you dump in for not even knowing a risk. It's crazy. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it's raining pretty good. I heard good. that early and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm getting this weird interference. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Wow. Yeah. But, it's um, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, that's it'll, crazy to me. It'll depend on the, the market and what you're expecting to build so, there and what the land seller thinks that they can get for their land. Um, but I mean, during certain stages, I mean, after you know, executing a, a purchase and sale agreement with a land seller, you're going to put down what they call earnest money. And it's just a form of deposit, right? And you're going to say, okay, I'm going to put down $250,000 in an agreement with you saying, I'm going to purchase your land, but it's going to be a refundable deposit. Contingent right? upon I'm going to building start, approval. I'm going to start doing this due diligence process. Right. I'm going to work with an environmental like, company. No, it's definitely not on Native American burial yeah. ground. Yeah, it's going to see, you know, like what, yeah. what was the site used for originally? Was right. this, you know, an old mechanic shop where there's oil, oil seeping yeah. in the ground and it's going to cost us, you know, you know, all some remediation oh costs. Millions yeah, of dollars of remediation yeah. and that's going to bust the deal, you know, who knows. Right. Yeah. Right. So we then have, you know, a so you build like a T's and C's yeah. a, a due diligence period. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we say, you know, in this agreement, okay, you know, we've got 60, 90 days. We're going to go through this process. If we, you know, get to the end of this and we think we want to keep moving mm-hmm. that 250 that we put down originally, that's yours. Mm. That's, that's going to be hard money, non-refundable deposit. Yep. You know, even if we back out after that, that's your we mind. don't get yep. it back, right? Mm. But then, you know, give it another, you know, 90, 180 days. We'll call that the initial closing. Yep. If we're not ready to close by that point, if we don't have the municipal process down, if we don't have design down, we'll give you another 150K mm. just to push out that closing mm-hmm. 90 days, maybe, you know. 
and it can vary between land sellers what that what that ends up you know in some instances we've ended up with a you know having to put down like 50k a month yep just to wow. push it one month mm-hmm. kind of thing so i i always depend. find it interesting like these commercial buildings get built right and you know there's several units in one but no one knows like there's no you have no client yet and you're building these fucking buildings and i'm like the risk on that, like a house, on, a house. Someone's going to get, someone's going to yeah, get in the yeah. fucking house. There's no yeah. doubt about it that someone is going to live there. They're going to pay the rent, the mortgage, whatever's going to happen. But with the commercial buildings to me, I'm just like, like they're just, they're just going up like crazy right now. And I'm just like, you don't even have like a fucking client. Like there's, they built six units behind my work. Yep. Still empty. Uh, I don't know. There was a Fox Body Mustang in one, so I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't. What, I don't know what's in that one. So but it's I, a it's a dumpster place then. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> no one needs this in the holidays, man. <laughs> so, like you were saying, with that <laughs> with that risk of yeah. <laughs> paying that deposit to a landowner, what's the percentage? I assume it'll be pretty low of like a property that you spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on, where it just doesn't pan out with the yeah. municipality. That's also a good question. Probably uh, like on the lower side though. It's not like that often that you're running into issues where you're like, all right, well, we just can't build this. And it's now it's at the point where it's non-refundable. It, it will often depend on the market. Yeah. You know, when times are good. Yeah. That percentage is really low. Yeah. When things start to go bad, you know, oftentimes it's better to cut bait. Like how deep like, can you offload that property? Like, Hey, you know what? This isn't going to work for us. Like maybe. We'll no, because I mean, at that point it's not ours. They don't own it yet. Oh, they just paid a deposit yeah, yeah. to hold it yeah. almost. Yep. I mean, there may be scenarios where we can sell plans, but mm-hmm. that's if someone's willing to step in and take that over at that point. And, if and you've already deemed bad, it to be not worth right. it. And right. if our company right. has deemed it to not be worth it, it's really unlikely. not a long line of people waiting to jump in. There. Yeah, no. And if someone does jump in, it's probably not going to bode well. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many parts to that that just make it not happen, like to make it not happen. You know, like, oh, like yeah. you're asking a percentage and I, in my head, I'm like, like, do you, you, obviously you see the numbers and then it gets to a point where like, well, these numbers are okay, but they're not great. And is the turn more of like, well, it could be salvageable, but I just, it's more gut making that decision. Well, and, get, that, and that probably goes into analyzing the market it's like right now today is it worth it versus five years ago would it have been worth it that that's got to be a huge part of the job too right it is yeah no definitely because i mean there's so many different economic factors that come into play i mean there's demographics too that will come into play Mm. and that that's changing landscape after the last couple of years there's there's absolutely no constant anymore like it could do anything yeah you're so true, right? It's Do crazy. you have like a department of people that are just projecting the market? Like that's their specialty. We do have an investment research team. Yep. 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 We do have a market research team that, that will look at different factors that we're constantly trying to view. And they, they kind of forecast out based on, you know, historic data and current data what can we expect over the next course of time? Mm-hmm. Um, How far out do they project? Um, you know, they'll, they'll do 
I mean, we'll, we'll look at different factors, right? Like sure. rent, rent growth or, or cap rates or, yeah. or you name it. And I mean, we can, what's great about our company is how vertically integrated we are that we get to use owned asset data too. Oh yeah. So in addition right. to what we currently own, we're also able to leverage what we currently manage too. Um, so they're, they're able to forecast, out, you know, roughly the next 12 months, even oh. more if we, we ask them to, you know, but it's, it's, you know, you know, where the market currently is today, it's really hard to project where it's going to be right. tomorrow. Sure. sure. So, um, would you say you, it's, you have to take it with a grain of salt. The inconsistency factor is more severe now than it was in the past. Yes, for sure. And as but far what's, as what's yeah. great is they are very, very, very good at what they do. Yeah. So we, we do take a lot of stock in what they say. And rightly so. They, they're very, I, that's what's great about this company too, is they, they hire the right people. They hire very smart people. It's easy to trust them. And like you said, the company has a built-in business plan to pivot uh, depending on the market circumstances. Right. Yep. That's, that's nice that you're not, not necessarily your pivot, but, but it's yeah. just like, it's a way to stay alive. Yep. You know, yeah. Or where other a, companies may fail and go under. Mm. We don't. Yeah. Which is, which is really nice to have that kind of security. Yeah. That is cool. It was a really smart decision very, very early on. Yep. Yeah. And now you're training people where you have this kind of niche position in the world that you work in. Um, are you, you're at the level now where you're training people to do what you do. Yep. That's what, that's what our team really focuses on. My, my main, all of my direct reports are, we call them a rotating pool of analysts right yep. now. I've got three of them Yep, and they're coming up on their, their first year with us where they're now going to roll off to different development shops that we have across this country. So, so you taking people from the areas that they want to work in coming to where you are, train them and then they go back to where they're going or are these people are willing to move. They're all willing to move, which okay. is really nice. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a big thing that we, we make very evident at the very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, when we're hiring yeah, so. them like, Hey, you're coming into this program and you could end up anywhere like you may have ideas in mind right now of where you want to be, but please know we cannot guarantee that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you might want to be in New York city, but our platform might not have grown to the point where we you need an Texas, additional right, analyst, yeah. you know, a yeah, year yeah, from yeah. that. Right. Um, so like, obviously yeah. we'll keep your hope in mind, yeah. but oh, know that you might 100%. end up in Arkansas. 100%. <laughs> but yeah. also like, come in with an open mind where it's like, you know, maybe you're thinking like, Hey, I just want to do strictly high rise developments in an urban core, but well, shit, this like garden product. And, you know, maybe we have this active adult platform that you're really interested in that's going on in Texas yeah, and is really like prevalent in Texas. I actually want to be in Austin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like let's be open to that. So Mm. That that's part of the the hiring process, and yeah, a lot of it's coming from undergrad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So you're hiring is the thing. If you if you're hiring someone that's forty that already has like an established family, it's right. trickier than hiring at a younger age. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing is, you can train a younger yeah, so it's person. It's harder to train a forty year old. Yeah, it's it's easier to do to, something to, new than it is to to train know. a younger person, and you're you're grooming them to to be the person in the company that they need to be versus. Someone's set in their ways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's a new avenue, right? For a lot of people, especially if they're at 40 and making that change that, yeah. you, know, it, you know, if someone was already in the world of development at 40, then they'd then they be looking at a different probably. position yeah, than what yeah, I'm yeah. offering right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I feel like, looking for I think what John change, is like, but I have shuffleboard on Monday. Set, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably not set in their ways. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like to make a move, like you got to want to do it though. Like yeah. not just, not you're just, looking, right, not you're just looking for a change not, or not something. Just, yeah, yeah. Like you gotta be willing. I mean, I move people all the time that are like, yeah, I'm moving for my business. My yeah. company's moving. They're moving me. I'm like, I can't even imagine just packing up and be like, yeah. All right. Before we move on to that. So you're training a team of three now. Yeah. These are your first three people that have worked under you in this role, right? No, this is my third group. Oh, wow. Okay. So what's the average turnaround for, for the, for this training role about About a year. year. Okay. Yeah. So I've been in the development world now for a year. Actually, when I joined the, this, this team originally, I was in one of those rotational roles. Okay. Um, so when I first joined up, Sarah and I started looking like where, where in the country we're going to move. Yeah. Um, but then shortly after joining, I kind of looked at my boss and I was like, listen, someone, of your stature and what you're taking on now, you kind of need someone consistent on your team as opposed to, you know, having your entire team in turnover. And he was like, no, I, I think. So you suggested that I, yeah, I brought it up Yeah, and he was like, no, I, I entirely agree. That's something I was thinking of. And I was thinking you might be good for that role. Oh, and I was like, coincidence. Well, then I was like, well, that, that's interesting thought. Not, not what I was originally thinking. Yeah. Um, can I think on it? And he said, yes. Yep. This was early March, 2020. Yep. Of course it was just like everyone else's transitional. <laughs> yep. Things were just starting then. <laughs> yep. COVID then hits. Yes. We never talk about it again. Here I am three years later. Yep. Hey, wait. So you, you still haven't talked about it? I just kind of assumed it. Well, you just, I just, I just said, all right, so here I am. So it happened. It happened. But just kind of organically. So you manifested your own destiny, basically. I mean, he helped. Well, for sure. Fair. Yeah. He <laughs> didn't say no. Didn't he say did, yes. He we also didn't say no. say no. Yeah. But in that role. He, he offered and I just was like, sure, maybe. <laughs> and then stuck around. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool role though because in that role you're able to kind of work from anywhere which is awesome it's very training people yeah i mean and it's a very high level look right like i'm not boots on the ground yes i'm not the one doing all the ins and outs so there's a lot that i don't know and that i don't handle um but i do get a very high level look of things i do get to see all of our developments in all of their stages of life, right? From the very beginning when we're initially thinking of them right up until, you know. Turnkey ready to go. Exactly. That's cool. Through the construction process even. And there's so, probably not many people in the company that really do have that sight line that you have. No, there, there definitely are. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very young in my, my career. With well, yeah. I mean, as far as upper this, management, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you were to take someone of my equal stature and my equal amount of years within this business, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, so that's why I also stuck around. It's a great opportunity to learn what we do and how our company does it. And the fact that, you know, our company is the best at, you know, I'm biased, right? I work for them. 
but we are the best. I mean, we, we got named by, you know, the, the national multifamily housing committee that like we are the number one developer, number one construction company wow. um, for multifamily in the entire nation. Yeah. Um, so to be at this level and to be able to learn from the people that I'm learning with and, and, and learn from, um, I can't pass that up. That's a pretty great feeling. Yeah. And it didn't force you into any specific location I, I, in that role change. I feel like it keeps you motivated too. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. When you go and just, you know, it's a great drive just being able to work with such smart people yep. and not want to feel like you're the one lagging behind. It kind of like forces you to put in the extra effort. Yeah. When you really, yeah. Yeah. uh, when you really believe in the company and you see the, the talent around you, that definitely helps keep things moving for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, I couldn't ask for a better, it, this I've, I've, I've told Sarah this so many times, like this is the first company that I've literally ever worked for that. I was like, I love this company. Like yeah. they do yeah. right by their people consistently. Yeah. They are a company that will invest in their people and are willing to make the change with their people. Right. Like how many people can completely change from one division to another with very little experience going into the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And just be completely fine with it and mm -hmm. like believe in them and like advocate for them. And yeah. That's, that's what pretty awesome. He did for me. Like I, I mean, I hire people now for my team and I look at resumes consistently and I think about myself stepping into this role and I'm just like, no, would you have hired? You? I wouldn't. That's the thing. I would not have hired myself. Yeah. Hmm. Which really makes me stop and think at times. I'm like, shit, I need to maybe be a little more open minded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Does that make you reevaluate who you're hiring? Oh, no, it sure does. And then on the other hand. What, no, but but it's part, it, it's become part of our hiring thesis now, too, is like, okay, let's hire a certain number from external, you know, undergrad yep. positions, but then also. Let's internally start promote. looking at one to two people that like are looking to make an internal change. If they're there, let's bring them on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's give them that chance. If not, let's hire some more outsiders. Right. And that's a good way to look at it because I think a lot of the time, especially where you're hiring, uh, you know, younger undergrad people right out of school, whatever it may be, people might think they really want to do something and they might learn that they love that company, but they also might learn that the department that, they ended up in isn't exactly the right fit for them. Just like with you, you felt like it was time for a change. There's probably other people that end up in a similar scenario. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, and why not I think it's promote somebody that internally that you already have as, on board? Yeah. I think it's ridiculous that we as a nation require people at 18 years old to decide, you know, at university what they want to do for the rest of their lives. It's crazy. Mm. Who the hell actually knows at that age? I still don't know. And I'm 37. <laughs> exactly. I'll be retired. Yeah. I didn't I know until three years ago, exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. And when I got into development and construction, I didn't even know at that point in time, I yeah. was just looking for a big change. And I thought this was a really cool opportunity. Yep. And I thought I would enjoy it. Turns out I was fortunately right. Yeah. I still didn't even know yeah. up until then. And a lot of people aren't right. <laughs> so the fact that you promote internally to let people make that change is cool. Um, it, now you said you're on your third team. Have you had some of that um, internal turnover 
so far? Like, have you had people come in from other departments besides you yet? On our team, no. Yes and no, to a certain extent. We've had, I have hired people that have interned with us, yep. but in different areas. Okay. Um, like two members of my team currently, um, one interned with our investments team, one interned with our portfolio management team. Both yep. are now within development. Mm. Mm. That's cool. So they're already in the loop. Keep them in the loop. Makes sense. Exactly. Best way to do it. Yep. If you can. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to dive into some questions. Did I, I don't know this business whatsoever. Did I, is there anything specifically that we should talk about that I missed here about what you do? It's a very vast field. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. I don't, I don't know what you want to get into here. How deep you want to go. I'm all about getting in the weeds. Did I miss that? Is there any specific thing of, of note lately that you're working on? Of note lately that we're working on. Yeah. Anything exciting that you want to talk about? If not, that's fine. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything super relevant here. Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we have touched a little bit on lo- the logistics page logistics space, which is really cool. Um, life sciences is another area that is, I meant to ask you that. So life sciences, what, what exactly falls into that? So Moderna Pfizer. Okay. Groups that are working on like laboratory, pharmaceutical. Yeah. Pharmaceutical. Those, those require very specific kind of building and office upfits. Yep. Um, that's the the life science clean piece. room sterile exactly oh, yeah. so your and development that, team can work industry too that you coming from the construction side that fucking sucks <laughs> it really does and you can probably also understand that that's also an area you don't want to fuck up you can't fuck on up. your no, delivery no, timeline yeah. right yeah like, and so that's why we're we're starting very slowly and we're we're starting pointedly yep um we have one active construction project right now in in Somerville Mm. Massachusetts. Yep. Um, and we've got a couple in the pipeline that we're, we're, we're working on. And if we execute correctly on those, we'll, we'll consider expanding. Right. But it's, it's a space where if you don't deliver your project timely yeah, to your tenant who is expecting it, you know, at a certain time, right. It, for them and their business line, it could be a matter of life and death. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as far as approvals yeah, sure. and yeah, it's yeah. pharmacy, right? You're yeah. trying to be the first out there. You're trying to be the best out there. And if your space isn't ready for you to be that, that company's blackballed. So that's why we're starting very slow in that space. But yep. so we, we've just started to get into life sciences. It's going to be, you know, a long time before we probably really ramp that up. Um, but two areas that I'm actually, or you know, two or three that I'm actually really excited in are we started an attainable line, which is really cool. What's that? Um, we are working on really simplifying and streamlining our design and construction process for buildings that we can then offer a very lower basis for us and for our equity partners. Yep. That then allows us to offer a lower rent check that then opens us up to a larger demographic. Okay. Right. 
we yeah. can charge less on rent because our project costs less for us to make. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a really cool space that I'm very passionate about because I want to be able to open up, you know, more housing for more individuals. Yes. Um, another space is the, uh, it's, it's build for rent or which single family rental communities, which Mm -hmm. is kind of really cool, right? Like instead of renting an apartment, you're renting a house. Mm. Yep. That's a new space that we've gone into. That's really kind of. So you're building single family houses kind of like in an HOA environment or something like that. Yeah. It's like a community just like that. But instead of just being an, uh, you know, a house. So you have like, a, so you have amenities. like I know a lot of these places have um, shared septic. Community, things like that. No, not even that, like a community center where there's like a TV, a pool uh, okay. table and a bar and a yeah. pool and stuff that everyone can share. But they're in an apartment. Now you're bringing that to them, but they're in a single family house. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. And those are rental units, not purchase units. Yep, they're, yep. Right. It's they're not like, buying a home. They're just renting. right. It's a condo. Oh, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah, but completely like detached homes. Which is yeah. Like, that's, that's awesome. Nice. Cause there's so many people that prefer a rental versus Cause then owning. Also you get snow removal, you get your grass cut, you get like this, that kind of stuff is usually provided in a place like that. Exactly. And that's you the stuff that people in your fees, but yeah, like, you know, but that's the kind of stuff people like about an apartment. And now you can take that person that said, I want all those amenities, but I don't want to live in an apartment. Right. I don't want mm-hmm. the shared wall. Huh. And then Great the idea. last thing that I'm like, really getting jazzed about and, and hoping our, our business line kind of takes off with is modular housing, ah. which is really cool to think about where you're basically designing a singular unit, standardized unit yeah. at scale in a warehouse and delivering them on site as pods mm-hmm. Yep, that you then just need a crane to come pick up and put in place. Wow. And have a plumber come in, make sure all the fittings are tight on the plumbing lines. Yep. Same thing with electrical. And then you're done. Essentially just put that. That's outside awesome. Yep. So you, wow. So now are those single piece units or are those like two piece, three modular? I guess it could be anything, right? Modular. It can be anything. It could be as big so, or as small as you need it. And to the be. way the, the thinking is right. Design it so that it can be flexible. Right. So you've yeah. got, think about like your one bedroom unit, mm-hmm. right? You've got, a living space, a bathroom, and a bedroom. Yep. What do you then need to make it a two-bedroom? A wall. The ability to then just tack on a secondary bedroom. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. just take that bedroom plan that you have, flip it. And stick it on the side. Stick it on the other wall yep. of the living area, right? Yep. So it's just like thinking up designs like that to then make it cheaper, affordable, easy to build and design within a warehouse that then becomes an automated system that yeah. you can then easily ship and then make sure that you have the right assembly plants in the right areas. That's that makes it cost effective to then to deliver it to the, the areas that you're developing. Cause obviously with the, any, any modular home or modular building transportation I've seen, it requires wide load stuff and all the logistics behind that. So obviously you don't want to be driving those things cross country per se, if it can be built somewhat in the region that you're going to be installing them. Right. Yeah. I think someone did the math in our company and it it's, I'm trying to think it's like five within 500 miles of the plant. Then it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. So, that's, that's basically how my barn came. 
Oh, really? He's built in a warehouse. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize you bought a barn like that. Yeah, and it was uh, cut. In, it was in half, and one came one day, and the one came the next day, and the slammed it together, and guys came together, and boom, done. So our house was kind of the same way, but it wasn't. It wasn't built in sections. They built the walls in a warehouse. Mm. Oh no, shit! The walls already pre um, interesting sided, not sided, but like the, the uh, plywood, plywood was, up. was on already, yeah, yeah. and it came on a truck and a crane, and they built the house in four days. Yeah, you've, wow. you've seen my house. Yep, that entire house was yeah, built in wow. four days. That's cool, and that's with with the in law in the back and everything. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. Like the foundation was poured and all that stuff. Yeah, they came with the walls and the frame was up and the roof was not the roof roof, but like the, I know you mean. the plywood yeah, roof. Yeah. The plywood roof was on yeah. in four days. That's insane. And so cool. that's a big thing within development is a lot of our returns and our return metrics are on what's called an IRR, the internal rate of return. Mm-hmm. A big effect on your rate of return is the time value of money. Mm-hmm. And when your money is going into that project, because a dollar today is not the same as a dollar tomorrow. Right. 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 Actually very different. And so the more money you put up now versus later, it's going to hurt your return. Mm -hmm. And so if you're able to one, reduce the cost and two, reduce the amount of time between when you start a project and when you start cash flowing on Mm -hmm. your project, the carrying costs, right? The carrying costs, the construction costs in general, the construction timeline from the, the the time between when you start the project to when you get your first units and you can start putting people in those units and start making money, if you can reduce that timeline, the better. Yeah. And that's what this modular line is supposed to be able to do. Mm-hmm. If you're able to prefabricate all of your units and then all you have to worry is about delivery and setting them up mm-hmm. and then putting just a face on the walls. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Yep. And that's got to go hand in hand with your uh, excitement about offering people more affordable housing options. And it's 100%. And it's going to be flexible to the point where you can take that person that wants to make the jump from, I've never been able to afford a standalone house. And you can get a person like that out of a, you know, a high rise unit into a a standalone house. It's pretty cool. So I never thought about that when you're developing land, it's like, you're not just putting, a single building on it. You could buy that piece of land and, and develop a neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like a lot of the projects that we do now, like if we want to do our just standard conventional product, a lot of municipalities will, and rightly so require a certain percentage of your building to be affordable units. So they'll yep. have to be a certain percentage of the, the area median income, the AMI. Yep. And what I think is really cool is we're, Creating ways where the entire project is there or below is there or below. Right. Huh? That's great. And I mean, as, as the global leader of rental housing, one, I love that we can create and provide world-class housing Two, I love that we are trying to find ways to do that at lower income brackets. Mm -hmm and find ways to streamline the process so that not only can we, you know, create great product, but we can offer it to people who are normally, you know, trying to rent in product that's been, you know, around for 20, 30 years. Right. Yeah. Because if you have the opportunity to, to, you know, rent in a 30 year old apartment complex or a brand new place with all new fit and finish, 
yeah. for the same rate, right? what are you going to go with? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, it's a no-brainer. So one, yeah. it's great for the people too. It's an awesome business model. No, it's a no-brainer. That is exciting. And that's yeah. one of the biggest problems in the country is housing. 100%. So you are may not be boots on the ground, but you are boots on the ground with housing <laughs> in the sense of what you're doing really. As far as the projects that you're working on, it's pretty cool. I'm getting to help support the boots on ground, which yeah. I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, that's thoroughly. cool. Yeah. I guess the way that even like when we were in Charleston, when you were like, you know, pointing at the building that you work in and stuff and like buildings that they own, it's like, I guess I just pick, I, I it didn't even cross my mind like a residential neighborhood like that or like, uh, you know, even a multifamily unit. I'm picturing I was picturing commercial buildings because we were right. in a city. Sure. You know, so it's cool yeah. to hear about the, the residential side of it. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to be able to diversify your portfolio. Yep. Which is going to sure. be huge yeah. in any economic turmoil. Yep. And that's what I think this company has done really well. So many businesses that can't do that. Yeah. You know, they just don't have the resources or they can't afford the resources or whatever. Or the line of work they're in yeah. just doesn't right. even have right. the options to diversify that much. Yeah. Yep. 100%. They don't even have the resources or the the money to get as far as they get. Yeah. Do the fucking research, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. The, I mean, talk, talk about researching. Yeah. They're paying researchers. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, do right, research right, and that's right, it. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it took a lot of time, right? But like the goal was to always be able to vertically integrate. Yep. And and that's what we ended up doing. We have a very strong property management business. We have a very strong finance business. We have a very strong asset management business and a very strong development business. You put all of those together and it's like, how do you not create a successful product? Right. Yeah. Right. You've got all of the pieces in place. Yep. You've got all of the individuals working together. And you said you have a, a construction division. So they're to, like the best. They're, they're incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. So in a lot of circumstances, this. you can literally do a project start to finish. Yeah. Like you have. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, I was going to ask about that this question investment too. Committee too. Like I could talk about the investment committee process, right? The people that are approving the dollars to spend on creating a project. Yeah. The members, our investment committee right now are people one in our executive leadership for development and construction Two, it's the head of our finance program, the yeah. head of our asset management program and the head of our global construction business. <laughs> yep. Like you put all of those people on the same decision, they're going to come to the right decision. Yeah, exactly. Which you is know, huge to be able to in, include all of those people. Yeah. The amount you have to outsource is almost nothing. You know, it's great. Yep. And obviously you do what you need to, but the fact that you can literally get a point to a point where you're turnkey on a project from a bare piece yeah. of land to a finished structure, all, all under the same right. roof is, is pretty incredible. I don't know if I can sound more like a fanboy. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, I was, it's awesome to hear someone be so fucking excited about the company they work that. for. I said, if, I, like, I almost just took a picture of him just talking about it. And I'm like, yeah. look how fucking excited he is to talk about it. But that's good. Yeah. That one, one, that means one, you love what you fucking do. Two, you work for a good company. Like all those, like there's so many miserable people out there that hate what they fucking do, but they just keep doing it because it's a paycheck. Or they, or they like what they do, but you know, they're not, 
ethically happy with the yeah, company right. they work for exactly, or something, you know? Exactly it, yeah. You know, so. the, the, to hear that the company you're working for is still fiscally successful and they're developing uh, housing for lower income communities and yeah. giving people the opportunity to get into newer yep. housing that might yeah. have lived in this 40 year old yeah. dump. It's such know? a win. It's a big yeah. win. It's a win for everybody. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's funny. It's like, like when I started doing the podcast with you guys, that's besides me talking a ton of shit and having a good time with it. It's, it's fun to watch people get excited, tell us about what they love mm-hmm. and, yep. and how excited they are. You know, I haven't came across anyone who's just told us whatever and just been, yeah, this is what I do. I, I make balloon animals and, you know, whatever it may be, you know, but, you know, right. But I'm just saying like, like everyone's so excited about what they fucking do. Yeah. And I think that's great. I feel like people wouldn't come and talk about it if they weren't excited about it. So. You're right. That's true too. Probably like, nah, I'm good. But that doesn't mean they can deliver it. Well, that's fair. You know what I mean? So. Maybe the people that have said no to us hate their job. That's a possibility. Tell us about it. <laughs> we need some miserable yeah, people. Fucking hate tell hate us that. about how bad it is. We don't care. You know? <laughs> uh, that's cool stuff. That was good stuff. Yeah. Got some questions? Yep. Dive into some questions yeah. here. Can we? We can. Do whatever <laughs> do I want. want to ask us? I'll do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he did it again. So. <laughs> that's right. Paul McGraw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, suggested that we prompt people to send in voice messages for the holiday, the way that our listener Paul Cuman does. Yes. So we get a couple of those. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't go on our page. So we do today. We do. Uh, I already played Paul's. Yes. Uh, Craig sent us a voice message. Oh, Christ. You know, I don't know if this counts for a voicemail. However, I wanted to add something. So, I called Mark the other day, right, to vent about crappy people working in stores and not having any pride in their job at all and not being helpful in the slightest. And I literally thought that he would go back with me or, you know, have a legit conversation. No, I got uninterested, Mark. And usually if you talk to Mark about something like this, he at least has a response and if you haven't ever heard uninterested Mark, it is the worst. You'd say, mm, uh-huh, yeah, I mean, mm. pop off. Okay, I'll talk to you later, bye. That's what I got. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little bummed about it because I really honestly thought this would be something that Mark so fucking dramatic. would, uh, you know, chat about more. But no, I guess it wasn't interesting to Mark. Um, I can't wait till he calls. <laughs> this fucking kid calls me at the, sh- the shittiest fucking time. I don't know what he's doing at seven thirty in the morning, but he thinks it's time to call Mark. Oh, okay. He's hey, driving hey, to the gym still. He, yeah. he's like, <laughs> he told people he'd be there at six, and he's like, honestly, <laughs> he I'm told us was gonna, that he was going to yeah. be there at six, and we were walking out the door. Craig calls me. He's the only one that calls me at the worst. Fuck. It's like he knows I'm in a shit mood. He's like, gonna give him a call. He I'm gonna give him a it. call. I don't even. About, I don't even remember him calling me. He's talking about mediums having the sense of whatever. Seriously, he has the, he has the sense. He knows when it's to call like. Him. It's like sometimes Craig. What he could text me, he fucking calls me for, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then what he should call me for? We're having a fucking. We're texting back and forth for like a half an hour, and I'm like, "Can this fucking kid just pick this? He can't pick up a phone now." 
this me and Craig always talk on the phone. I actually prefer to talk on the phone most of the time. He just, I do too. He I just, don't like to text. I voice text all the yeah, time because I just don't yeah, want to type. Yeah. He just catches me at the wrong fucking, it's like I'm busy. And truthfully. <laughs> what do you feel about that, Eric? Hold on. Shame you should have seen his fucking yeah, face when I said yeah. that. I've never seen someone voice text more. Oh, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or John. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. And what's really funny funny too about john is he'll start like voice texting someone and he'll start walking out of a room to be respectful but then he'll start talking louder <laughs> as he's leaving so you can still hear the whole fucking thing my favorite is when he, <laughs> and it's a fucking novel yeah it's just like, <laughs> he'll push like, the button where john just could have like said like yeah we'll be there yeah. in yeah. a text it's just nope <laughs> the longest response you'd yeah. ever receive. Sometimes, and he'll sometimes talk like a robot. Yep. He's like, we will have He's to, texting exactly he, yeah. like how he's going to yeah, come we I say comma, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will have to talk about comma. that Monday at work, comma. I don't know what they're doing, period. I'm not sure what so-and-so did, comma. But it's pretty fucking weird. I wish you told me sooner. I'm just finding out exclamation about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard him hit the button and just go, okay. I feel like we, it it's like. <laughs> couldn't type okay. Remember the speak and spell voice? That's what I feel like John should have doing that. But Craig just calls me at the worst times. And like, shame on me. I should just not answer the fucking phone. That's. That's what I shouldn't do. But he does the same thing, too. He's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, nothing. I got to call you right back. Oh, and yeah. I'm always like, why did, you, why did you answer the fucking phone? And I say this to people all the time. And then I'm like, I fucking do the same thing. I don't know why I. Craig you, calls me. Oh, what are you doing? I don't know. You fucking call me. What are you doing? What, what are you up to? <laughs> you want to grab a beer? You want to? Well, after I put the kiddos to bed. Oh, midnight? <laughs> I'll already be drunk. So I don't need one then. <laughs> and high and full. Yeah. High and full. Yeah. Uh, the only person I can let get away with that is Blake. When he'll like, he'll call me and all of a sudden be like, gotta go. And that's it. Like the, he'll just hang up. But I know like something's going on, you know? Yeah. If my wife did that, I would fucking be so mad. <laughs> I don't even remember him calling me about that. My favorite thing. My wife he just called completely me. blocked it out. <laughs> she used to call me and say, hey, hang on one second. And then I'd be on hold for like four minutes while she had a conversation with somebody else. I'm like, why did you call me now? Yes. Call me later. Oh, it's, 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 I block it out because I'm not interested in what the person who I just answered the phone is saying. And I do it all the time. I'll do it to my wife. I'll do it to my mother. Like if she called, like anyone called me. like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, fuck. I did not hear the question. I should have just never answered the phone. Cause I'll, it, cause I'm just like, oh yeah, okay. Like I went Craig to my said, happy I'm like, place. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea what just yeah. happened. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, all right, uh, is that it? Is that what you call for? Like, and then if they quiz me on, it, I'd be like, I won't even know what they fucking said. <laughs> uh, I knew, I knew he was gonna say something. Big congrats to Craig on the new house. Uh, Congra- I, yes. I, it looks Congratulations. amazing. Yeah. I was there yesterday. Yeah. They did a great job. Yeah, he had a great contractor working on it. <laughs> Very nice guy. Was it you? No, that was John. I, was John. Well, you work in a house? Yeah, there's a few, there's a few small that? projects. John's I did some uh, finishing work. Yeah, John's been helping him out. Um, yeah, congratulations to Becky and Craig in the new house. And you came to, and did some demo? I did. Demos, you want demo, I'll fucking tear the shit. I'll knock it down in a day. Yep. 
He's a very fast demo. Yeah. <laughs> he, tore, he tore about a thousand square feet of floors out and he was like, all right, guys, gonna go. See ya. <laughs> you guys are gonna put that in the dumpster, right? We're good. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see what else he got. You know, it's funny. We're, I'm just thinking about what I said before. He's been he's been living basically with Cassie and I, him and Sarah for. Oops, I don't want to play that yet. Uh, for almost a week now, so he's seen all of my weird quirks, whether I know it or like it or not. I don't think I'm not weird. I don't though. think. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. My voice texting thing is probably one of the weirdest. It's great. I mean, that's really it, yeah. yeah. I don't find it weird. It's, Besides I, that. But that's it. That's standard. the thing with voice acting. Like you, have never, to, you have to be almost robotic for it to be clean. For it to actually work right, yeah. Because like I did one today, and then I looked at it, and I sent it, and it was like, it almost turned it into like a, a derogatory fucking statement. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, come on. Why would you go there with still correct? Like, come yeah. on. You couldn't even, <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he just makes up the words, so now you don't even know he said something wrong. You just like send it. Then you read it after. Why are we reading it after? Mm. Because we're in. We're just not confident in what we just said. (laughs) I mean, a picture living with John though. It's like living with the nicest person ever. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I get up relatively early, right? And and then I'm downstairs normally in their dining room, and I'm I'm just like waking up my laptop and starting to look at emails, and it's like maybe. 645, 7 in the morning. And then John just comes down and he's got like the biggest childish smile <laughs> on his face. <laughs> like right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's just happy. What's going on? He's just happy. No, no, like, that's good. Morning. Yeah. Mind if I let the dogs out? I'm like, it's your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably do those things. Yeah. In my like, house, I gotta uh, make Cassie coffee or else she won't make it herself. <laughs> like, okay, you do that. It's just. It's just the nicest person you could ever meet in the morning. Well, today awesome. when I got home, it was like I was dead set on like running the small engines. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the snowblower running good. I'm going to get the generator running good. And I'm like, Eric, you have a lot of conference calls. I'm going to run the generator. Is that going to be annoying? Because I didn't want to be running the generator what a 20 guy. feet from the what window a, that he's yeah, working what, at. Well, yeah, all right. That makes sense. That makes sense. That'd be annoying. I'd be annoyed. I suppose. All right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no one disagreed with you. I suppose. I suppose. Is that no good? No. What do you well, fucking Yes, I rate? totally agree with you. Yeah, John, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> Most considerate man of I need you to reiterate how nice I am. You're fucking nice. I don't know what you fucking <laughs> I want. This. God damn it. Hello, Topics Under the Stairs. Oh boy. Uh, this is Paul McGrath. Not Paul McGrath. <laughs> uh, just wanted to say. Eric. Poser. Oh, boy. <laughs> you met Paul. Did I? Yeah. Paul from <laughs> Paul from West Virginia. Paul and Anna. The guy we just had. The oh, time with. no. Sarah met Paul. You oh, didn't on that I, trip. Yeah, I've never met him. Well, that, this, that this was is going well so far. Was yep. that, oh, so that was the trip that just Sarah was here for, and she was going to stay here, and then they were at the house at the same time. Yep. That okay. Yep. Yep, yep. I was thinking, and I I mixed it up because when we were going to visit them, we stopped at Paul and Anna's on the way down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have been friends with Paul for over a decade, and I've been calling a Paul McGrath, spelled exactly how it sounds. Turns out, <laughs> turns out, just so happens a month ago, <laughs> his name is Paul McGrath, and uh, he decided to tell me that I've been pronouncing his name wrong. On the podcast when he was here. 
<laughs> Can you believe rational. that? Uh, Who would pronounce McGrath like that? McGrath. I mean, apparently the person with the name. I've been actively trying to say it correctly. You've done, you did good today. You know, when yeah. he was on, I really wanted to ask him if ever since moving to the States, he started calling it soccer or if it's football still. It's football. Still. I feel like he touched I, on I, that. I, I, I feel think like he still did. Football. Still football. I, yeah, I think so sarcastically, about, I think I you so said, you know, about he's talking about soccer, Mark. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you know that soccer is still from the UK? The term soccer? Oh, even the word soccer is too. Even, even the word soccer is from the UK. Huh. I didn't know that. That yeah. I didn't know. It's it's because back back in the day. Yes. <laughs> whenever that actually was. Yesterday. Spin that microphone. Let's uh hear your voice a little stronger they, there. They yeah, used yeah. to call it the Association <laughs> of Football. Shit. And then yep. football because r- rugby was coming around at the same time, right? Okay. And so they were trying to distinguish between the two. And so, and that still uses like a soccer ball, basically, right? Well, rugby, rugby, it's rugby more of a, like a football, football shape, football. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like a, a fatter football. Oh, right. um, but Here's to me, I'm <laughs> kidding. Our Americanized soccer, they their football, they they started calling the Association of Football, right? <sighs> and then they started That's a dumb call, name. They called it a sock. The thing back in that day, too, for the youths. Yep. were to start adding ER to the end of words. That, that was like a just, slang thing. That was just the slang thing that they did. Like Gangsta. rugby became rugger. Right? Oh, okay. And so the association of football or ASOC started to become soccer. Oh. Interesting. And then that's when America started to pick it up. And we started to call it just soccer. So they kept Football is the official title. Yeah. And we took on soccer. Wow. I'm going to start calling it ASOC. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. It is. I love stuff like that. That's one of those things. Like, telling people Just things like that is one of my favorite so things. So amped up right now. No, I really like things like that. Energy. Yeah. You don't know if I'm being a dick or not. <laughs> a good, I know. I know. Over here. Over here. I know. Ooh, me. Me. You know, you know I'm actually being a dick. It's a good thing I had a small Red Bull instead of the big one. Yeah. No. <laughs> to say happy Christmas holidays to everybody. Hold on. And if this is going out, you're gonna pause every yep, fucking three I seconds. Am. That's it. That's a European thing too. Happy, happy Christmas. I was gonna yeah. say. Uh, I said that. I in my learned head. that in Harry Potter. Oh, and they really? all said happy Christmas. And I was like, the fuck is that? <laughs> the fuck? But then when he was on the screen, he said, Merry Christmas. And I said, hello. Mm, he was just trying to. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. He was just trying to, <laughs> to, to, to become Americanized yeah. in that video. He That's all. He's like a man who was. Citizen. Soccer. <laughs> yeah. Soccer. Mm. Happy birthday to Anna, the brains of the operation. Uh, thank you for providing a year of exciting times and thanks for having me on the podcast and i have a question for you if you had to change places with one of your guests that you've had on in the history of topics under the stairs who would you want to swap places with merry christmas bye-bye 
It's going to be really awkward wow. with me here now. That's a good question. So. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys thinking? Oh, <laughs> man. Shit. Let me think. Ryan, Ryan, we'll start with you. No, please don't start with me. I don't have any idea. I, uh, I mean, man. he's sitting right next to you. That's know. like That would have been a question like for earlier this afternoon, and we could have like pondered that. Man, that is such a tough question. I think, all right, so off the top of my head, like, mm-hmm. this is literally, like, not think. I'm sure I'm forgetting tons of other great people. Not thinking the first thing that popped into mind, I think Eric Gross has one of the coolest jobs. Children? Yes. Yeah. So, Eric Gross is a previous guest of ours earlier, like, I'd say within the first 25 episodes, maybe. Yeah, he's fairly early. Um, he works for Zildjian and Vic Firth as a, a, a equipment representative. And he works nationwide uh, with the, the, the bands and artists that those companies sponsor. So whenever they come to New England, he goes to all the events and gets to meet all of these amazing musicians. Yeah and hand them drumsticks and cymbals. And he works with the artists to develop equipment for them. That's cool. And uh, it's just such a cool job because he's so passionate about music. And it's, I guess it's not even so much that I'd be excited about, you know, music specifically. I just think it's so cool that he has this thing that he's been passionate about since he was 14 years old, like playing drums. And now he is an adult working in that world to that capacity. Uh, it's just so Customary. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so cool it's to see cool. someone take that something they're passionate about and develop it into a career where he's very successful and still doing something. He's really loving. It's cool. So I, that one really stuck with me. Hmm. Don't look at me. I still don't have an answer. I have no fucking idea. Any for you? Yeah. I'd probably be Cito. Yes. You sure. said that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or, or um, the green outdoors. Yep. Those two, but uh, yep. One of those two for sure. Yeah. Ethan from CETO. Yep. Uh, have Great you heard guy. of CETO? So they're probably down by you too. So CETO is basically like triple A for boats. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a franchise, but they own, you know, a territory on the ocean and uh, you know, from North shore to whatever his is to Cape Cod, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yep. you know, you pay an annual rate, for this and if you have a boat they'll come save your ass when shit breaks it's pretty cool i lied i knew i knew what they were <laughs> <laughs> that, that was for your listeners oh yeah it was it was it was good it was good so, i you, you fooled me <laughs> that was a great question paul maybe ryan from widowmaker because uh, oh that's it'd be fun to make beer all day although it probably is a lot more work than it seems like that not, guy not, it doesn't seem like a lot of work because it does but he makes it, it sound easy. Wouldn't even have to change the name tags. Just fucking Ryan to Ryan. <laughs> that guy works so fucking hard, man. Yeah. Um, just like I, don't, I, I've talked about it a little bit on here since we met Ryan. Um, I've been doing graphic design work with him for a while now, and uh, very thankful for the opportunity he's given me to work with him and work in an industry that I'm really passionate about. Um, and it's at the point now where I'm like turning away other design work, which is awesome. But that fucking guy works so hard. Yeah. Like he's texting me at all hours of the night. Yeah. Um, not like, cause he's expecting me to do it, drop the everything and do it at that time. But, but he it's like, idea. he's just working yeah. all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and it's like at one minute it's for this project, one minute's for that project. He, his, I don't know how he keeps up with it all. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Any, any business owner that is successful, that's what's happening. Yeah. They're working all the fucking time. Yep. So. Whether he likes it or not, it's always, yeah. you know, there's always yeah. an idea in the back yep. of his mind yeah. and, uh, it's really awesome to see them grow just in the amount of time we've known them. Uh, it's, it's so great to see all the cool stuff they're doing. Yeah. They do great stuff. So it was, uh, great to, to meet them and see what they're doing now. Well, I, I feel like I haven't done the world of development and construction justice. Here. <laughs> nobody wants to be in that world yet. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I was waiting to hear Ryan say that he wanted to be in your shoes. I kind of work in that. (laughs) In a way you do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not like sitting in front of a computer and Excel for eight hours a day, (laughs) 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day? Yeah. I basically look at (laughs) Excel all day, but it's like. I haven't turned an actual computer on. I couldn't even tell you how long. Like we do. It would bring it here when we had. That's it. Yeah. That's it. No. Literally like my day consisted today of we have like 10 new trucks coming in. So it's like, okay, I have to assign every single one of these an easy pass number yep. and a safety sticker number and an asset number and a registration number. And ugh, what a mess. It's typing data into fields. <laughs> Let's see what else Paul has to say. <laughs> Irish crickets. <laughs> right. So, Oh yeah, and another thing. That's what he, thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what he said last. Uh do we have anything else? No, that was all we had for voice messages. Okay. Uh I do have some questions though. Whole bunch actually. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there, don't worry. <laughs> See all. All right, we'll start right from the top. Steve Stove. Uh Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but feel free to debate. I disagree. So I can go back and forth. I mean, it's a Christmas movie. It's to me, it's not a it, Christmas traditional Christmas movie. It's it not geared towards Christmas. Christmas. Right. Bruce Willis actually came out and said, "This is not a Christmas." Yeah, movie. it just happens to be Christmas time. It's not a Christmas movie. My friend Tom Whitaker would a hundred percent go all Christmas movie. Are you He's, fucking serious? Oh yeah, he would. Really? Yeah, he yeah, talked about it. Before. That's crazy. Yeah. What? But before I probably would have said Christmas movie, and then I watched. The video you're talking about, Ryan, where yeah, yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis came out and was like, it's not. And I was like, well, I'm not going to argue with that guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he seems angry. Yeah. Yeah. Can't argue I think he knows dollars. what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah he knows. <laughs> I was angry. Yeah, they want to hurt felt, me. Yeah. Um, let's see. I wonder if Santa is going to bring a helper for Shook to finish his project. That's a great question. That was Who said that? But if you put it in your mouth and it chokes you up for a second. <laughs> that was from Del Boner. That's our bathroom sticker, man. We're going to make it. We do going to make it. Ooh. Um, favorite Christmas movie. And uh, when you pick. Fuck. When you pick Die Hard, what's your favorite part? Uh, wow. Uh, that was an unrelated question. That's fantastic. Who's that from? That was from Del Boner yeah, also. No, um, favorite Christmas movie? It's got to be Vacation. I watch it every year. I watch it every year, too. The kids watch it every year. They think it's fucking hilarious. It's they great. don't get half of the stuff, but uh, every year so they good. get more, you know? So it's it's pretty funny. For me, it's Elf. I love Elf. Elf definitely Elf. Elf's good. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Um, and I love Love Actually. This is going to sound fucking fucking ridiculous. And I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to get shit for this. All right. The Christmas Chronicles. 
Have you watched those? Oh, the, yes. Uh, those are good. What's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, he those is are the, good. He's the best fucking, sa- the best person who's played Santa in all these fucking crazy I movies. think I saw the first one. Yeah. Um, better than Tim Allen? Yeah, fuck Tim Allen. He oh, shit. I never liked that movie. Yeah. Oh, I like that movie. Do you that like movie's Santa okay. Claus? Have you watched the new bullshit? Yeah, it sucks. Garbage. Yeah. No, Garbage. Get it off the fucking air. Well, going to Eric's favorite Christmas movie yes. was the Santa Claus. <laughs> I like the Santa Claus. So. Yeah, but See, that's a I'm good movie. I'm on board with the Santa Claus. That's a good movie. You just said fuck you Tim Allen. Fuck Tim Allen. Oh, the like, Santa, oh I'm thinking um, uh, with Vince Vaughn. No. Claus. It's called. Oh, yeah. Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Yeah. That movie sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm on board with the Santa Claus. Yeah. I like the Santa Claus. The movie Santa I mean, that, Claus That, that was good. my childhood. I'm yeah. just disappointed with the bullshit they're just doing now. That's really yeah, the new the, That's the really new what the angle is from. Yeah, but the original Santa Claus, the, the original, they are good. Yeah. No doubt about it. But I think Kurt Russell just plays a great Santa Claus. And, yeah. He was good in that. And I, you know, so. Uh, but Christmas Vacation, I think. Does he wired up anybody? Because I haven't seen that. Tombstone <laughs> <laughs> is one of the greatest movies I've made. Also, let's not forget, like, the original Rudolph is just. Yeah, from your childhood. Oh, show. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah the, they, the stop they, motion, like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's terrible, but nostalgic at the same time. But everything but we like, loved back then was terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. such a standard. It's a great every, movie. Every Christmas Eve, after we go to my mother's, me and my wife come home. And you watch Christmas Story 24 hours on TBS. That's what me no. and Craig watch. No. That's what you and Craig watch? Yeah. That's cute. That's adorable. Dress up and matching. You guys in like pajamas. pajamas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, feeties, oh. pajamas. Oh, Crocs. <laughs> oh, fuck off. God. <laughs> so we'll watch uh, The Night Before Christmas, the cartoon one. With like the mice and shit every year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the fucking yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. It's the mice. Okay. That's what they sound like. What they sound like? Yep. Uh, FF Metalworks. Just wanted to say happy holidays to everybody. Still the bad po- best podcast. Thanks, buddy. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate Merry Christmas. That. Greatly Merry appreciate Christmas. it. All the holiday greetings. Yeah. Uh, Craig Mancusi, can a Tesla dance or play Christmas music? Absolutely. Sure as fuck can. <laughs> Have you ever seen this? No. So there, what's it called? It's called the light show. The light show. Well, we'll, we'll give you a little, we'll show you. Okay. A little taste when we get on. But basically it plays <laughs> fucking trans Siberian orchestra. Oh, can't complain about that. Yeah, I mean, play all of the lights do a strobe light show. The, the windows he- will dance. The mirrors will the dance. The mirrors go in and out. Yeah. The headlights spell Tesla. Like if you park in front of a garage door or something. The fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. I don't need my car to tell me things. Look at that. This is scary. <laughs> uh, here's a Charleston specific it, question. It's oh. fun actually because like the idea is like eventually when I'm like theoretically if I'm driving at night and I've got my navigation system on right like mm-hmm. and a turn's coming up the arrow will form from my headlights. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Tell me, like, turn here. It's like a display, but, like, out there. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Real life. The projector. Uh, 3-6 Matvia. Hyman Seafood. Super touristy, or do locals actually love it, too? The Poe Boys were chef's kiss. So, from my experience, it's just a tourist trap. So there is better out there. There, yeah, there's there's better better out there. So if you're gonna go back, hit us up. We'll get in touch with Eric. 
We'll Eric, Eric doesn't want to blow up his spot, so he'll he'll give yeah. it privately. No, I mean the, the <laughs> fact we'll DM of the matter is like yeah. I'm not huge on seafood. Right? You're not a big yeah, seafood okay. guy. I'm not a big seafood guy. My wife is like allergic to, to shellfish, so mm-hmm. we kind of just avoid it in general. Sure. Yeah, um, we do look for a good like fish and chips, sure. which is kind of really a New England hard. thing. Really, it's just incredibly hard to find in the South, like a good one, right? Mm. Like places will have it, but it's trash. Yeah, Wait, what is um, this nonsense? Yeah. Yeah, don't don't come. It's all right. Um, <laughs> Do not come. No, no. Uh, th- come. There's a place uh, called Fisherman's Wharf. Yep. And if you're looking for really good seafood in Charleston, I'd go there. That's the spot. Fisherman's Wharf. That's that's the spot. Uh, 5.0 Jeff. What do you recommend? Oh, no. Would you recommend house hacking as a real way to get into real estate? I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? We'll do some research and we'll revisit that next week because I need to Google what that term means. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Trey.E39. Best Christmas gift you've ever been gifted. Fuck. Or that you have gifted. That I've gifted? Either or. So for me, the most memorable like childhood Christmas gift was... Uh, remember... Probably your age too. The pullover starter jackets with the kangaroo pocket. Oh my god! Did you get the starters? Yeah, the UNC. No, I had the uh, Orlando Hornets. Magic. The Hornets. Oh, Hornets. Magic. The Hornets. The Bulls were huge. Yeah. No, I had the Orlando Magic yeah. one, the black and blue. So we got, and then you stacked the toggles. You got extra toggles. Remember that? I never owned one. No. No. So oh. uh, that was like the end of my high school career when I was in high school. <laughs> The the big thing was the was Raiders like the starter jackets, like <laughs> yeah. the floor oh, length yeah, yeah. jackets. Oh yeah, they were banned yes. from our high school because they thought they were a gang. Yeah, uh, they thought they were starting a gang. Oh, I forgot about the the full length ones. Oh yeah, right. They, these things were like yeah, hundreds of dollars, and <laughs> yeah. they were full length down to your ankles. Yeah, it was like a trench coat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like what the players wear in the sideline, right. except yeah. buttoned in the front. So house um, hacking, I just looked it up, says means finding ways to generate income from your home traditionally. House hacking meant buying a multifamily property, living in one unit, and renting the others out so that okay. the tenants pay the owner's mortgage. Sure. And the oh, owner exactly while maintaining the property. Yes. <laughs> Seems yes. like a great plan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you can find a way to live in a place and fix it up and rent it out and it covers your mortgage and. You like living for free? It's kind of a no brainer, isn't yeah. it? And improvements to the property. I mean, you want to be able to essentially, I mean, for tax purposes, you want to be able to take any kind of income you generate from that home and put it back into that home because yep. you're putting your equity then to use. That equity is then growing, right? With the yeah. market. Yep. So then when, you know, eventually if you sell that property, you've done enough improvements to that place with the equity you've gained. And you're going to pull that money out. Yeah. And you're going to be able to pull that out and put it to future uses. Right. Um, But yeah, no, to, to live in a place and be able to like fix it up while, Mm. while you live there and rent it out to other people. And I'm sure now that translates to like Airbnb where you own a home. The idea is to kind of like create a portfolio. Mm -hmm. So assuming you don't just, sell that place and buy a new place well, that's it, and if, you keep that place, but and then, then you get another also one. buy a new call place. the equity, buy another place. Same, but yeah. Yeah. You're, you're just expanding. And then you become equity. a slumlord. Yeah. So as far as what was that term? What do you use? House, house hacking, house hacking. Never heard of that term, no. but I like it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a strategy that has existed for I believe a very it's long just, time. Yeah. It's called that an investment property. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a certain use of it, I guess, where you live in one of the units. Yep. While you people do have done it. that. 
Yeah, a lot. I, I think a lot of people have done that. But yeah, I mean, it's a great it's a great way to start. Good model. For sure. Um, More questions? Oh, yeah. So the Christmas gift question. Yeah. The other one was uh, Cassie surprised me with uh, a weekend at this fucking tree house in Vermont. And it was sick. Oh, cool. That was very cool. Uh, what about you, Mark? God, I don't know, man. Um, most memorable, huh? I don't know, man. I got a lot of like sports shit when I was a kid. Like, well, uh, one is a BMX bike when I was like six, five or six. Yep. That was a I big got, one. That was too. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I fucked that thing up, but like a GT dyno. Yeah. No. Well, no, this was a BMX bike. GT dyno is a BMX bike. The GT Dino? Yeah. No, not it was BMX the brand. Oh, GT, like the yeah, brand. The BMX. brand BMX. Yeah. Oh. I didn't even know that was yeah, a no, thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, the GT Dinos are awesome. I yeah. never got one of those though. But um once I fucked up this bike, they were like, Yeah, I don't think so, kid. <laughs> but it took me years. It took me a long time to fuck it up. But um I don't know. Cat got me <laughs> was it last year or the year before? She got me tickets to see Aladdin, the play. Oh, that's cool. Which I was like, you know, it's not my cup of tea, but it I'd was, be all in for that. It's fucking awesome. One, the show was great. Mm-hmm. Two, it was at the opera house and just the architecture. Alone yeah, yeah, yeah. And that place is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I was like, holy shit. So it was, that was, that's probably one of them. I talk about that a lot, actually. Any particular Ryan? So was it most memorable Christmas gifts? I think I missed the question, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, we had uh, we had one Christmas when my mom got invited to the secret Hasbro um, toy sale. Oh, so yeah, you told us friends. about that. Yeah, yeah. Joe was on. Um, so, yeah, that was a big Christmas. That was a Christmas you came downstairs and the presents went from the tree to the wall. That's funny. Cool. <laughs> it was incredible. And I think we still have most of those toys in the basement. No shit. House. That's oh, fucking yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I bet those shits are worth some money if I ever fucking dig them out. Wow, that um, is cool. That was the biggest Christmas. I've gotten some cool gifts over the years. Like yeah. I got a bike one year, like you're yeah. saying. Um, but as far as like adult life, like, and I really just don't do Christmas presents. Yeah. Hey, no. focus on the kids. Yeah. yeah even Kat, before that, yeah. even when we were just married, like it was something small because we were always spending money on the house or something else. That's what like, it is. Yeah. Me and Kat would rather just go out to a nice Yeah. Or it's cool. It's, like, yeah. I get it. You know, we just, that's just not really our thing. So what about you, Eric? Any gifts of note? Or gifts you've given that you'd like to pat yourself on the back for? No, not not the latter. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, we can revisit if you think yeah, of something. It's all good. Yeah. We'll have to. Uh, last question. Uh, oh, we have two more. Uh, favorite foods to eat with ketchup. For me, French fries only. Fuck ketchup yeah. otherwise. Fries and uh, burgers. Onion, Depending onion on the burger, but fries and burger. I'd onion. rather have a sauce with onion rings, but I can do ketchup. Yeah. That's about it, really. Um, maybe once in a while, I'll have my home fries in it, but that's like... No. Once in a while, I like... I'm not offended by ketchup. If, if I order a burger and ketchup comes on it, I'm not sending it fucking yeah. back. Like, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Do you, ever, do you ever make your own special sauce? Like, a little mayonnaise? Oh, yeah. Yep. Mayo Sometimes and ketchup. I will, yeah. Love yeah. that. Yep. That, that, that is that's good. my favorite. Once you well, you can buy mayo chup now. Oh, Have right. you seen that? 
think you talked about this. Yeah, this was it was like is, is it more expensive than buying probably? Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah it probably is. Yeah. I didn't get that far into it because yeah. I right. I dry heaved as I walked by and kept going. But <laughs> Ryan hasn't been down. That aisle. I haven't been the same. He since. hasn't been down yeah. that aisle since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it that mayo that made you dry heave? No, I love together. mayo and I love ketchup. Yeah. But the fact that they combined it on a shelf and they called it mayo chup, I think it's the name that really made me. Oh, see, like, I'm all about yeah. it because like a whopper is so great because right. of the mayo and the ketchup. Right. And I, again, Isn't I, that like a standard name though? Like fancy sauce. Like that's just pretty much yeah. it's known as it's ketchup all burger king sauce. Like they've been doing it for decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. What's uh, question? Who's Kathy? Hmm. <laughs> She's not quite here yet. Not there yet. No. All right. Okay. Kathy. So, the, uh, when we were in college, this is my, a question from uh, Eric's wife, Sarah. It came from her. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this seems like a setup. It's a trap. It, it, it is. Yeah. Because she named it. Oh boy. Um, but it, it was it was a, a drunk alter ego, and and she said that when I got drunk, I acted and laughed like a middle aged woman <laughs> named Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better keep drinking because you're not giggling yet. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. It's and, so funny. And she just she just loves when, when Kathy comes out and she goes, oh, there's Kathy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've just, only seen Kathy I was going to ask you that, yeah. Is, is that like a precursor to the Karens of now? Like people who get into no, no very different. All right, very, very, right. very different. Yeah, yeah. No, Kathy's so just Kathy happy go lucky. Okay, Kathy accepts all. She loves all. Oh, perfect. She's, all right, she's just there for a. She's good the anti Karen. Not a long she's time. just ready yeah. to laugh and and just party. Oh, Can't yeah. beat that. Can't beat that. Do you have an alter ego when you drink? I don't think so. What about you? I think I'm just. I, an, I, I think just my sleep. alter ego That's is annoying. Labeled. I just sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you just. I just sleep. I just go to sleep. John, when, like, you when, drunk, when John like, starts to get yeah. a little intoxicated, John just gets a little more talkative than he already oh, is. No, no. <laughs> so it's just like, all right, let's sit back and listen. He becomes like a salesman when that happens. He's like, a one man show. Like, so you gonna? I need you to drop me off at the vets club. I'm like, yeah, no problem. He's like, you're coming in for a beer, right? Like he just starts trying to sell you to drink another yep. beer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll come in for one. <laughs> Fourteen later. <laughs> Oops. 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 That's all I got. All right. Yeah, I saw Kathy once, though. Um, when we went down for Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right. <laughs> when we went down for Thanksgiving, we had a great night. The, You know, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is always like the big party night. Right. We didn't even leave the house, but it just turned into the big party night for us at your house. I don't remember this. <laughs> this I might Kathy be knows. why Kathy yeah. was there. Yeah, well, you weren't there. Kathy was. But the night, when the night was she ending. She comes out in a nightgown and curlers. Yeah. <laughs> when the night was ending, Kathy was, <laughs> Kathy was laying in a fetal position on the kitchen counter under the cabinets. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> on the counter? Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. she was between the cabinets and the counter. Like, on, so on the counter. Yeah. yeah. Very cozy. Just, just laughing hysterically. <laughs> It's so good <laughs> for like a long time. Do you remember this now? I, it's coming back to me. Yeah, we were playing. What the hell was it's that card game? We were I remember playing. the stories uh, about it more than the actual events. The yeah. It was, it was a very quick regression. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. It was a great night, though. 
Oh my god, it's hilarious! I remember hearing about it the next morning. Yeah, it was a really funny night. Holy crap! It's quarter past ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I hope you guys have a great holiday. Uh, when you're listening to this, it'll probably be right between Christmas and yeah. New Year's. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, right. safe and uh, yeah, Happy New safe. Year's. And uh, I guess when you're listening to this, we will see you next year. Yes. 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 We won't see anybody, but you'll hear us next year. You will hear us next year. So everybody have a great holiday. Uh, thanks so much for all of your contributions and sharing and whatnot throughout and the happy year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you soon.